0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Hello and welcome to Action Radio. This is Greg Penglis coming to you from the historic district of downtown Milton on the banks of the beautiful Blackwater River. And now let's get into Action Radio. Yeah, greetings from the Gulf Coast, uh, Gulf of Mexico. It is it's hot out there. I think summer arrives. You know, June 21st, the, uh, the, the summer uh, solstice, the time when the pagans gather on mountaintops, especially in San Francisco, where I used to live, uh, and, and celebrate this. I don't know what you're celebrating. It's over 90 degrees today. <laughs> I had enough. Okay, Let's do what uh, Florida does best, and that's uh, rain continually. Um, so I've got um, Brianna Cannon's on the line. I've got our, our two guests, uh, Jenny White and Julia C. And I just learned how to pronounce C instead of say. So I won't say C. I'll, I won't say say. I'll say C. If that makes any sense at all. Anyway, let me get to our our theme for Brianna, and then she can introduce her guests. And we're going to talk about, and here's my my radio voice, dark money, which is going to be way too much fun. All right, here we go. Oh, one more time. She started as a guest on Action Radio, courtesy of our Constitution reporter, Amber Kemper. Both Brianna and Amber are graduates of Patriot Academy. A place where young folks get to practice writing and advocating legislation and being legislators in a mock session brianna immediately impressed all of us as someone we wanted on the show with her own report with an insightful mind asking and taking on complex questions and a growing skill in sarcasm and satire plus her study of government history the constitution and our founding all of her skills and knowledge combined into something pretty incredible here on Action Radio. And now, the Government Inquiry Report with Brianna Cannon. Okay, let's hear your radio voice, Brianna. Let me hear you say, dark money.
0: Brianna? Oh boy,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's radio, come on, you got to have a little fun before you get serious, right? Money. Gotta, okay. Okay, you're on. Okay, give it a shot.
2: Oh,
1: again? Okay. Let's see. Dark money. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> go <got> it. <laughs> then that's fine. That's okay. Listen, uh, you know, I don't know. We will have to get you a, a dark, mysterious voice. We'll work on that too. Impressions and all that kind of good stuff. All right, let's welcome our guests to the show, Jenny White and uh, Julia C. How you guys doing? Good. Well, good. Good morning. Okay. Welcome to Action Radio. Here's your round of applause. <laughs> Yeah, I got buttons and a microphone, and I'm not afraid to use them. All right, so I'm going to turn this over to Brianna. Um, you guys can chat, and and I'll just jump in with impossible questions like I normally do. Ask Brianna; she'll tell you all about it. But uh, Brianna, if you want to introduce your, your two guests and then ask all kinds of questions and comments, and and just let's I want to hear the whole story. So start where you want, and let's let's find out what this this whole thing about dark money is. Brianna. All right. So um,
2: this is. A presentation on dark money and they are with um rope which is called reclaiming oklahoma parent empowerment mm-hmm. and i first met them when i saw them do this presentation oh. so i thought it would be great for them to talk about it so i'm going to give them kind of free reign of what they want to share about it mm-hmm. um because i figured they have much more knowledge of what needs to be shared than i would so
1: Okay. Uh, well, you can do what I do, what I do which is range. ask impossible questions, you know, so feel free. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> Jenny and Julia, well, let's turn it over to you guys. So who wants to start and tell us, uh, make, make your your presentation? And uh, we only have an hour, so uh, uh, leave some time for us to kind of chat about this all. Because uh, And like I said, I'll probably jump in and interrupt, and uh, Brianna might too, who knows, and then we'll get her to say dark money one more time before you're done. <laughs>
3: Well, thanks for having us. I mean, I appreciate it. Good, good to see, hear you again, Brianna. Um, so Julie and I have known each other for, oh gosh, we go way back, I think almost 15 years now. And um, we banded together to um, stop Common Core in uh-huh, Oklahoma good. and re- get it repealed from law, which we did. And it mattered not. So it wasn't, I mean, it was like five years wasted. But anyway, <laughs> we learned a lot. Um, and so let's define um, Common Core.
1: Let's, are, uh, let's define that because we do have a lot of international listeners too. Um, and so let's. let's I'm waiting for Marco. He usually checks in from the Netherlands, and so he looks up stuff for us and things like that. But what, what exactly was Common Core, and what were the? What was your biggest objection to it?
3: Well, bottom line was it was, it was and it still is a nationalized curriculum, which mm-hmm. is illegal according to federal law. But it doesn't law doesn't matter anymore. So it's not like you know. You can really point to that, um, it,
4: it but was, it, it was actually uh, it mm. is it is actually international we found oh, okay. common core china um, it was oh. it was international so
1: where did it yeah. start? Did it start here or did it start in in with the c c p for example I mean where did this all begin?
3: Well, you honestly never know where any of this stuff starts because right. the the communist network is very diffuse. And covers itself very well. So you would have no idea really, you know, where it generated. I would imagine in the U.N. probably, you know, um, with UNESCO is where Mm -hmm. I would imagine. And um, then a man named David Coleman got a hold of it. And um, through Barack Obama um, you know, just began instituting all of the, the ways to because if you can't have and I, I say this over and over again, you can't have a one world government without a one world classroom.
1: Yeah. Could jump in for a second. We've got so, background noise. One of you is, is shuffling papers or things like that. The microphone oh, picks up all that is stuff.
4: Neat.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. So mute yourself, Rihanna. That was just, me. Just, sorry. Just, just I, hit, um, okay. I remember talking about yeah.
2: something with this one time, so I had to find uh-huh. it again. so Sorry about okay. that. But no, that's okay. No, but just um, what you do is you was... mute your
1: phone while you're while you're shuffling papers, and then unmute. don't forget to unmute your phone when you come back again. Then you can make all the noise you want.
2: Yes.
0: Okay. So, you find? Right.
2: so it was Bill Gates who went to UNESCO headquarters in 2004, and he signed in mm-hmm. an...
1: But oh, where'd you go? You're fading out. Brianna, your line's fading out. Where'd you go? This is the most frustrating thing about being on. You just faded out for a second. So start again with Bill Gates. I don't want to miss that.
2: Okay, I'll start again. So Bill Gates went to UNESCO headquarters in 2004, and he signed an agreement um, for UNESCO and Microsoft working together. And what they were doing is they were wanting to create world education standards, world tech systems,
1: you faded out again. Are you guys hearing her? I don't heard just the
2: last
0: one.
1: Oh, no, yeah, you just
0: no. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, now your,
1: no. your phone just kind of disappears for a second. I don't know. Maybe move to a different place, or if you've, you know, a different place from where you were before. Um, I get, We got to get you a microphone and okay, a headset I moved so you can it. broadcast directly.
5: Now?
1: Yeah, that's good. Well, it's really good, or it's gone. That's the weird thing. But here's what's fascinating about this: I uh-huh. never knew, and I, I don't think most people thought that Common Core. We all thought that was an American disgusting. Thing. The idea that this was Bill Gates and UNESCO—it was a world, you know, educational standards. That's even worse. That's, we might as well just say world education propaganda, or is what uh, either Jenny or Julia said—that what say the, you can't have world government without world classroom. Yeah,
0: you can't right. have
3: one world yeah. government without a one world classroom. Yeah.
0: See, this yeah. is fascinating. And I okay, believe that's
3: is... why UNESCO mm-hmm. was started in the first place. And the crazy thing is, Julia and I are not. No, our organization is not for school choice. We are probably one of the only Republican organizations that are not for school choice. And it, um, parents educating their kids at home and okay. not being in a public system. Right? Okay,
1: so then the we're, we're,
4: we're in agreement. Wants, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the school choice wants government money in private schools and home schools, and we do not. We do not want government to have anything to do. With educating our children and and that's
3: the main th- I mean what Julia hit on was how you get a one-world schoolhouse right if you use public funds at a private school or give them to homeschool it all looks hunky-dory until then they start tightening the news well now you have to do to get the money now you have to do what the government says and then all of a sudden now we've got a one-world classroom for a one-world government so Um, I think the only reason why Republicans can't see this uh, is because they've been indoctrinated by the communists so long that they just think, you know, everything worldly is great. And um, you've got a guy named Corey DeAngelis, who's a major spokesman for school choice, who is with um, uh, Betsy DeVos' organization. Um, And all of a sudden that slipped my – what is it, Julia? Every – Kid, not every kid counts. You, um, uh, um,
1: it is.
4: There. every kid yeah, it is. Every kid counts.
1: Since I hear the word but, every, I get suspicious because now you're talking I, about oh, yeah. uh, you exactly,
0: know, it's oh, like every yeah. every exactly town what's gun going
1: on. yeah, every town gun safety which is disarmament. And uh, so this yeah. is as soon as I say every, you know, I I get immediately suspicious. This is fascinating. Um now what I would do do uh, well, I got Pianchi, who's, who's checked in on, on live chats? says I've worked for School of Choice since the 70s. Yeah. Well, the School of Choice and the School of Choice. And, and you're absolutely right that anything the government pays for, um, they can control. I mean, that's the whole point. And Correct. so the Supreme Court has, has decided that in several cases. And so, but that actually makes sense. So what the thing to do is to get rid of the government money. So in one sense, you could have, you know, school vouchers where uh, all the tax money collected for our education goes into a voucher and everybody gets to spend it where they want. But that's still going to have government control. So the better system, I think, Absolutely. would be to abolish. Exactly. Yeah, would be to ab- Whole, but if you abolish all education taxes and make all homeschool and private school, first of all, you abolish the government schools, you abolish the government taxes that, that went to schools, and you have people pay for it. But those that have to pay, the first thing they do is they get tax credits for any money that goes to education. So in other words, it, it's, 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 it's an absolute school choice because you pay for it. And those that don't have kids aren't going to pay for it because uh, they don't have to. But those that do, I don't want to penalize them for having kids because that's a good thing. And so they should be able to get tax except credits. It that, shouldn't cost except- them anything.
4: Except that in Oklahoma, they called it tax credits, but really it's not. It's a just voucher. a distribution of wealth.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's it's the totally problem. It's taking Joe's right money
4: and giving it to Sally.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And so, what you have so, to have is, is honesty. You can't have the Affordable Care Act. You know when it's not. You know the inflation exactly. fighting. Act. So Washington.
0: Well, yeah.
3: Don't Go forget. Ahead. Don't forget mm-hmm. communists can lie. That's mm-hmm. what they do. They lie They're because they very justify the means. So mm-hmm. they just spin or lie or whatever. And don't forget, there are a lot of Republican communists. So, um, oh, you know, it's I, But what I, I, I was no say was Corey DeAngelis. Yeah. yeah. Corey DeAngelis yeah, no. that we were just talking about worked mm-hmm. for UNESCO. He's the one out there pushing pimping school choice worked mm-hmm. for unesco and as soon as that came to light and people we, were like oh my gosh corey deangelis worked for unesco they scrubbed it Scrubbed it. <laughs> it that was, just
1: makes sense like you've got to trace these things back yeah. a lot of stuff it's like all the the we, we have people that are, are absolutely committed to uh things like military tribunals and trump taking over they'll no no, you don't do that. that's all misinformation from government. I'm convinced of it. Uh, and this thing, you've got to separate yeah. the false scandals from the real ones. And, you, and the people that are pushing something that sounds good, they could just as easily be a government plant, like Ray Epps saying we have to go into the Capitol. You know, and it's like you know, obviously he's an FBI informant, <laughs> you know, or an operative. Yeah. So exactly. all these things, you have to be very careful of the people. Let me get Brianna back in the conversation. Hey, Brianna, did you work uh, against Common Core? Did you see that? Is that part of why you, you went? You know, your folks went to uh, homeschool for you. What do you think?
2: Um, well, me and my family have always been against Common Core for as long as I can remember. But okay. even when it, it's not technically homeschool, I call it like online school because it's, it's the same curriculum. It's just online so we don't have to have the environment. Um, mm-hmm. So that my parents can kind of have control of that still. So it's it's kind of going half-seas right now. But, um, yeah, we've always seen Common Core as a
1: problem. So this is interesting. So online school would be like, as long as it's non-government education, so your education is not government controlled, you know, you're free to learn whatever you want and, and not have a, a world standardized education. Even if it's not necessarily, you know, purely homeschooled, you know, at least your folks are helping direct it and it's, you're open to all kinds of options. So this might be, and it doesn't cost anything extra. I mean, online stuff is free, isn't it? Pretty much or not.
2: Um. Well, there are different programs. The one I'm doing is just an online charter school. It's, like, really well-known in Oklahoma, but... Um, So it kind of still stands with kind of the same curriculum that you'd find in um, public school, unfortunately. But there are different programs, and I think a lot of them you may have to pay for. I'm not completely sure. But there are different online programs, and I've heard of one that was a Christian-based homeschool program that was online that was really good. So there Mm -hmm. are other options that are really good online homeschool options. I'm just not doing one of those right now.
1: Okay, well that makes sense, and that could have a tax credit. Uh, Jenny and Julia, what, what do you think? How about those programs?
3: Well, well I, again, I mean, I homeschooled four kids, and mm-hmm. you know, we didn't use anything the government put out because there's so much stuff out there now that Mm -hmm. you don't have to. And so we just point away from the government at every opportunity. So I probably wouldn't even get in that discussion because I don't like tax credits. We don't like any of that stuff. We want kids to be completely independent of the government because at this point, all it is, is communist propaganda. That's what it mm -hmm. is.
4: Yeah. And again, what they're calling tax credits are not tax credits. That's how they got our, our, Oklahoma State House was standing firm against school choice until they called it a tax credit, <laughs> and then they fell for it, hook, line, and sinker above mm. our streams. So, so let, me, let me get back to dark money. If
3: you, yeah, that was kind of what you guys were Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the reason why I brought up school choice in the first place was because that's originally how we found out about dark money okay. because school choice is such a pressure point For legislators, because you have these big organizations, uh, so-called nonprofits out there, that are, are pimping school choice, essentially. And what they do is, instead of collecting all of this money and then giving it to foundations who would help kids get out of public schools, they use it to lobby the legislature. And so they just constantly, constantly are lobbying the legislature, but the other flip side to that is, when they don't do what they want, they, they band together, use the money that they have and get them out of office. And one of our favorite senators, Jake Merrick in Oklahoma,
0: mm-hmm. was
3: for school choice until we sat him down and explained it to him. When we sat it down, sat him down and explained it to him, he, the light bulb went off. He was like, nope, I'm not for this. Went back and basically voted against it. Well, so that the next election, they spent $265,000 to get him out of office.
0: In a Republican
4: and, primary race. Yes. That wow. was spent in Oklahoma. Yes.
0: <clears throat>
4: and this was just one Senate seat, one
3: Senate seat. So, I mean, you're you're talking about, you know, a, a sliver of the population of Oklahoma. And they used $265,000. And so Julie and I and the rest of us were like, this is, this is something's wrong here.
0: Yeah, I know what and you're so going to say. We, so uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we I I just kind of started looking through all the public documentation I could find. I went mm-hmm. to the Oklahoma Ethics Commission because if you spend money for a candidate in Oklahoma, you have to go through the Oklahoma Ethics Commission to mm-hmm. file paperwork essentially. Um, I went to the Federal Election Commission, the FEC. Um, I did all of that kind of thing. And basically what we found out was that there is an organization in Oklahoma that is supposedly a Republican conservative organization (coughs) called OCPA. And they used a bunch of foundation money that they get from the Waltons uh, and I'm I'm fairly certain that the Waltons are one world government people, so which is part of the yeah. reason why they're backing school choice. That
0: would be
1: Walmart so they get those lot folks? Of, that yeah. family just to make clear. Right, okay, yeah. fam, right.
3: uh-huh, Right. And um, <clears throat> so basically they spent helped spend a huge chunk of money against him to get him out. And while I was mm-hmm. researching that I started finding out that there were a lot of organizations that were putting money into Oklahoma elections that were tied to 501C4s, federal nonprofit organizations, um, that were essentially bogus. I mean, they had post office boxes. They had a person that we couldn't find that was, you know, supposed to be either the treasurer or the compliance officer. Now, if you ever meet
4: Justin McIntyre,
3: please let us know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, we could not find this one guy who appears on like 13 different packs in Oklahoma as a compliance officer. And um, I mean, there was a guy who was a Navy intelligence officer who even went out on the internet himself to try to find the guy. And mm. we just have not been able to find any footprint for the person at all so you know my point is it is even if he does exist you would have to spend multiple thousands of dollars to scrub your name from the internet like that if you're above board why would you do that
1: so not only do we have dark money we have dark people we have like mysterious we have non-existing people these are like phantoms this is fascinating okay so it sounds (laughs) like the school of choice is like a front for an entire government cooperative world you know world government education lobby and so people have no idea what school choice really is it's been taken over it's not what it appears to be bingo it, it's yeah, like something bingo. totally different okay so this is this is news to me this is why i kind of have to work my way through it brianna you got any questions so far
2: um no questions no
1: okay just checking all right marco's in the netherlands he's, he's online pianki's online uh, someone else uh uh, BC Freedom Online. We have a live chat going, so um, if you guys ever want to tune to our live chat, I'll keep you updated. Uh, pianka has got a bunch to say about um, public schools, but I want to keep it the dark money theme here because we are notorious, as Brianna knows, from getting off topic. <laughs> Just rambling about all kinds of stuff. <laughs> so anyway, um, so keep going. Now can you tell me more. I'm curious. Well, I, OCPA. I, that's where we left off.
3: Oh, well, yeah, that's that's a local organization, like I said, that takes – Walton Family Foundation funds, and they were, um, they have been 100% behind quote unquote school choice, and have been very present, you know, in these um, in these issues. But I think the bottom line with dark money is this: because I mean, we we could go into it. I've got a presentation online that people can go to our. We have a
1: YouTube. Give me a definition. What is dark money? Let's go from there.
3: Dark money is money that is spent in elections that nobody can determine its origin. Hmm. Okay. So in Oklahoma, Oklahoma, if I want to donate to a candidate, I can give up to $2,900 by myself as an individual. But then what happens is on that candidate's ethics form and filing, Mm -hmm. it will say, Jenny L White, twenty nine hundred dollars. All right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you remember, but back in twenty ten when the Tea Party movement was big,
1: oh, I was in it. <laughs> I used to make speeches. Yeah, and so was I. When they had rallies, so yeah, was it I. was quite exciting. Yeah, <laughs> weren't we all? Well, uh, they're still out there. You know? yeah, I, I don't know where they are, but they're still out there. They're welcome to call the show. You know, so well, well they
3: were demonized. They were demonized. Mm-hmm. Tea only meant, you know, uh, what was it? That's uh, enough, enough That's already, right,
0: already, enough yeah. already.
3: I even forgot yep. what it was, yeah.
0: That's okay.
3: Um, but back then, if if this was the very beginning of what we now call doxing, we didn't have that name back then. But um, mm-hmm. people who would give money to candidates, their names were public. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the way it was in 2010 and before, mm-hmm. previous to that. And so what was happening was the lefties were coming along and doxing the people that were donating to these things, to, to candidates. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, some people would lose their jobs. I mean, they they would that's what lefties do, right? They don't have jobs. They suck off the government teeth. So they sit around in their underwear all day banging on the computer and, mm-hmm. you know, do what they can to get people <laughs> fired. That's what yeah. they live for. So, um, you know, that became a real problem and it began to scare people. And then once you've scared people, you know, and they then they don't feel like they can become involved in the political process, the communists win because that's their this is all communist, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's the whole communist playbook.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Demonize people, instill fear, then, you know, remove them from the political process. Well, so that's exactly what what happened. And instead of people just standing up and going, I don't really care, I'll just find another job or I'm going to sue you for firing me unlawfully, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that because, you know, everybody just tucked tail and ran. Well, but then because, you know, Republicans and conservatives aren't really what they claim to be, <clears throat> the first thing they did in 2010 was go to the government and they filed a lawsuit against um, the uh, I believe it was the Federal Election Commission and said you know we want the ability to be able to donate to people it's our First Amendment right to donate to people without people knowing who we are well no that's not a First Amendment right that our Supreme Court at the time said in a very narrow decision it was 5-4 said okay well yeah you have the right to donate to people without people knowing who you are now For those of you who love the Supreme Court, you know, (laughs) you might sit down for this. (laughs)
0: Um,
3: But the Supreme Court doesn't generally, I believe, you know, look at their own decisions. Um, They only pick and choose the case law that matters to whatever case they want, you know, to, Mm -hmm. to handle. So basically they avoided a federal law that said that it is illegal to provide any foreign money in any election, whether it's local or federal. Okay? You cannot <laughs> use foreign money in the election. And actually, there was an arrest made and a lawsuit generated by an Indian man, a man from India. Who gave multi millions of dollars to Barack Obama, and he was actually turned in by uh, uh, Cash Patel, I think, an actor who is an Indian actor who <clears throat> found out about the guy. So the the law has been actually used. But here's the point: if you don't know where the money comes from, right?
1: Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you, but I mean, you. Him. Cash Patel is actually, he used to work with Devin Nunez on the House Intelligence uh, Committee, so he's not an actor, he's, he's a brilliant investigator.
3: Then maybe I'm thinking of another name. Could be. Then maybe I'm thinking of another name, because it was an actor, it was an Indian actor, he used to be in house, he was a doctor in house. Um, and I can't think of what his name was, so maybe I, I misspoke there. That's okay. Well, no, which
1: is, but I just so know, I know, right. Cash, we tell, I've tried to reach him to get him on the show. So, you know, I know who he is, but <laughs> I'm also trying to get Devin Nunez. But to, so that, of course, I'm trying to get everybody on the show. Um, all right. So this is, all right. So now let's let's talk about the First Amendment um, and political uh, m- and money. So I don't think donating to a campaign is a First Amendment issue because it's not a speech. You're actually donating money. Uh, and there's a difference, I think, between, in fact, we have a bill on this. And, Brandon, you might want to take a look at this. I'll, I'll send it to you after the show. But uh, what I was um, reasoning through is that uh, if you're donating to an individual campaign, sure, that's fine. That's, and you should be known who you are because, you know, you're making a public stand. But corporations or any entity, uh, foundations, any entity that's donating to a campaign uh, for the purposes of getting a greater return on their investment, in other words, favorable treatment in legislation, tax benefits, or any agenda they're putting forward, um, that's, that's commerce. If you're getting a greater return than the money you're putting in, that's commerce. That's not free speech. And I'm the only one that I know that defines it this way. And it's something you might want to think about if you're challenging Oklahoma or any place like this, that there's a difference between speech and commerce. Donating money is not speech unless it goes directly toward speech. If you're doing it as an individual to allow a candidate to, to speak in a, in a, to a greater audience, yeah, now we're talking speech. But the minute you get into uh, investment-grade stuff, you know, you're in a whole different area. I think you're in the area of commerce. And I don't think anybody's ever explored that except, you know, us here at Action Radio. What do you think?
3: That's actually a great point. I mean, yeah. well, I hadn't you. even thought about I have about my moments.
1: That, but, yeah. <laughs> well, I know. This is what yeah, we do that's do, a great we point. We think of things that nobody else has thought of. We're kind of proud of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so you tuck that away for later and see what you uh, – uh, I make of it, yeah. but yeah, uh, okay. you know, I'll, I'll send it to uh, Brianna. She can she can toss it to you guys and see what you think. So we want to. So so the whole idea is you shouldn't have dark money, right? Because all of money should that comes in should be identified. Um, but there, there's different. There's also soft money, and then I guess there would be what hard money would be like directly traceable. Soft money goes to PACs, uh, and then dark money. We have no idea where that's coming from. Can we go through the different kinds of right, money for even, campaigns? You,
4: but I'll take.
3: I'll take the I'll take a soft money pass though Greg because here's I'll even do that because okay. even at the federal level you can determine who's donating. And if you're a 501c4, but now here's the trick. You there are IRS rules for a 501c4. Most people don't know what they are and certainly I don't know all of them. I just know a couple of pertinent ones. And the one can that, look
1: them up. The That's most easy.
3: Yeah. yeah. And the one that's most important is if you're a 501c4, only 40% of the money that you take in can be spent on political anything. Okay. Only 40%. The oh, IRS that's is not, <laughs> well, you know, and it is, and here's okay. the way if somebody right. turns you in, right? If somebody turns you in and you're not following, you're not filing your your taxes properly, then, and this is all subjective. I mean, obviously, then the Mm -hmm. IRS should impose the sanctions against your 501c4. But here's what's happening with 501c4s: the ones that I looked into are spending 100% of their 501c4 on Political non campaigns. Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: Beyond that point, they're mm-hmm. not. They don't have to list their donors because that's a, what a five hundred one c four does, right? It doesn't have to list their donors, but there well, are rules that it has to follow. <clears throat> so why don't they have it to list their to donors? Been, because that's the beauty of the five hundred one c four citizens. Um, citizens United was the Supreme Court case in 2010 that I was talking about okay. that was brought by a, a Republican group, Citizens United, ostensibly just so that they could advertise up to the point of a campaign. Because prior to that, you, there was a like a three-week dark period and you could not advertise three weeks before a campaign mm-hmm. or before an actual election. So the campaign couldn't advertise three weeks up until before the election. And so Citizens United, uh, they sued because they wanted to be able to do that, and they wanted to be able to have their donors not disclosed. So that was the whole reason for this lawsuit in 2010 and the Supreme Court decision under Citizens United, which allowed the 501c4 that caused the whole dark money beginning, because the 501c4 does not have to list their donors. That's what happened after the Citizens United Supreme Court case.
1: It's I mean, they didn't have um, to like list a 501c3. Do uh, Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about that first. 501c3 versus 501c4. And Brianna, like I say, don't don't right. don't be afraid to jump in anytime here because I just you know I keep saying, hey, let's let's have my co-host do this. You know, and all of a sudden I, I, I'm asking all the questions, <laughs> so I feel kind of guilty about that. But um,
0: <laughs>
3: you're good.
1: Okay. So C4 versus C3. What's the difference? All
3: right. So a 501c3 is. Um, not well,
0: political.
3: yes, it's not political. And it's like Goodwill. Let's use Goodwill Industries because everybody pretty much knows Goodwill Industries. Mm-hmm. That is a 501c3. If you go donate to something, something to Goodwill, you get a receipt and you can take it off of your taxes. All right. right. That's a right. 501c3. Any of the donations that come in have to be listed on their 990 that's filed at the, the IRS 990 that's filed at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And you can see who their donors are. A 501C4 covers donors with a veil. So unless you're a a 501C4 that is open and above board, you're not going to list who your donors are because you don't have to. Okay.
1: So wait a minute. So Um, the donors who are unknown can can donate to the 501C4, and the 501C4 can then donate you know, from unknown money where they want, as long as it's not so-called 40%, you know, beyond 40%. But it seems very mysterious here. Why do we even have 501c4s? Do we need them? Should we be writing corrective legislation to abolish them and just make them all 501c3s? We should be
3: writing corrective legislation to abolish them. There's no question about that. Mm. And it should be abolished under the federal law that says that you cannot donate foreign money in any kind of United States election, it should be done just simply on that it basis. That. Yeah, for for that reason. But again, the Supreme Court in their wonderful wisdom, so <laughs> we love them so much because they're so wise, um, decided to go ahead and, and uh, create a Ruling that would allow this 501c4 in the first place.
0: Wait, okay. So, so, wait a minute,
3: so Congress didn't.
1: Want, wait a minute. Hold on. Congress didn't pass a law creating some 501c4s. The Supreme Court created them.
3: Well, no. Let's stop. The IRS cr- created them. Whether a regulation. It was in, I, I'll be honest, Greg. I don't know what regulation it was that that created that allowed the IRS to create a 501c4. All I can tell you is. They ge- were generated as a direct result of the Citizens United lawsuit in 2010.
1: Okay, we got to look this up because this is this is important now. So, Brianna, <laughs> I need you. <laughs> we have work to do. Uh, so, Citizens, because this is what we do here. I mean, I, I wrote a constitutional amendment to take away the power of Congress to borrow money. So, we, we don't mess around here. Um, I want to know why because there's, and, uh, there's no reason for the Supreme Court to be creating anything. They have no power to create law regulation or policy. They can't do any of that. So this is why Roe v. Wade and the, 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 the Oberfeld and all those other decisions are completely illegal. They're exercising authority they right. don't have. Right. Uh, and they so guys, I'm trying they, to... They
4: do it all the time.
1: Well, I know they do it all the time, they but do this it is all one of the, the things we have, to, we have to stop. Yeah. And I, I can't tell you right. yet how, but I've, I've got some interesting things in the works. I think Brianna knows already uh, what I'm talking about, but this is something that needs to be challenged with our members of Congress and with other folks. This needs to be an election issue. They can't do that. They can't just make stuff up and create it. You know, any more than they could create Roe v. Wade policy or Oberfeld or any of the other things that they do. Um, Plyler v. Doe saying that we have to educate illegal aliens in our schools. That's insane. They don't have that power. Yeah, that, but it's been I going contend, on since
4: the ink was dry on the Constitution. So
0: mm,
1: that's, Marbury versus Madison is where I trace it back to. That is the initial decision that created judicial tyranny. Okay, so oh, yeah, I'm pretty well versed in it. There are a lot of folks on the show here, so this is something we need to go back yeah. to. Uh, but let's 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 take it reasonably. So, Brianna, can you for next week, if you're interested in this, trace the origins of 501c4? With a Citizens United case, uh, and let's see if we can find a place in law where it exists. If it doesn't exist in law, then we need to go to our members of Congress and say, wait a minute, you guys have a problem, especially since we know the, the Democrats are going to try and steal the 2024 20, election. And this is one of the ways they can do it is money. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I'm trying to look yourself.
1: it up
4: well, right now.
1: Okay, well, like I guess you don't have to worry about it right now. Like I said, we've got a week. But this is something fascinating, um, this whole um, idea of money. Now, i got a question for, for Jenny and Julia. One of the things I've been thinking of is not only to outlaw foreign money, but should money um, from out of states be outlawed for state elections? In other words, especially state senators Absolutely. and representatives. Yes. Okay, so we need to, so we need to include, we're, we're forming a bill here, okay? So this is what we need to do. So we need, to do, we need the 501 c So We need to deal maybe on the state level. It might be two bills with keeping money out. Now, if it's a senate race or a house race, that might that's different because those folks vote yeah, on national policy. Yeah, that's a policy. different thing. But Correct. for state state issues, for governor, secretary of state, especially <laughs> here with the elections, mm-hmm. uh state rep, state senator, n- there should be no money from out of state coming to those campaigns at all.
0: Absolutely. They, they well, okay, we so got,
4: we, Go ahead. In, in the school choice stuff, we got we got a couple of visits from the one and only Jeb Bush. <clears throat> to support oh. candidates that were in favor of school choice. So. Okay, so
1: why? What's going? On? What's what's? Uh, so I'm going to reestablish that connection here. Because something, was what's what's the real agenda behind school choice?
3: Again, one world schoolhouse. Yep. That's all. That's but, the only agenda, Greg. I mean, that's it. That is the. So the, the agenda. choice is no
1: choice. So the choice is we're making Correct. choice for you. Okay, correct, so how come this correct. isn't more widely known or talked about? This is quite
0: fascinating.
3: Because of propaganda, yeah, it's we propaganda. Can, we can't end and and there,
4: Bill Gates at all. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's correct.
4: Bill Gates and Walmart and Exxon, and you know,
1: what do they get out of it? I mean,
4: they get uh, they get kids that are just um, you know like. uh,
3: basically all they want. That's why the cham- the communist chamber of commerce supports all of this. Because that's all they want is to teach kids how to make widgets and their widgets. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remind people that it used to be, I mean, because I'm 60 years old. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. fall off the turnip track yesterday. I'm 63. I get
1: so, you know, we're, we're all youthful yeah. around here. And yeah. I,
3: right. And I Except remember <laughs> when, like, AT&T, for example, or, or IBM or whoever it was, Mm-hmm. They took their money from their profits to train their workers, right? Mm-hmm. So the right. schools, public schools, provided an education, but basically, and it was supposed to be a well-rounded education. Of course, it never was, but um, the at least the schools provided a general education, and then the private companies, you know, produced uh, or they used their own profits to. Um, train the people that they were hiring. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're fascist, right? And mm-hmm. so basically the corporations get money from the government now to train workers for them to make a profit. So, I mean, the whole, our system is so badly screwed up from the bottom up that there's just, I mean, there's no fixing it. I mean, you just have to tear it no, down is. and start
0: over. Don't, 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 don't get pessimistic. No
1: this is why I created Action Radio. You know, this is the world's only radio show, and hopefully it'll be a lot more, but we're, right now we're it, uh, that actually writes legislation, uh, sometimes right on the air like we're doing now. Uh, and then uh, we have a, re- a website, writeyourlaws.com, that's W-R-I-T-E-Y-O-U-R-L-A-W-S, hope you're all taking notes. Um, and we actually teach people how to write legislation, and I can I can teach you guys in like five minutes. You know, you have an introduction well, to your well, bill. oh we've
3: written legislation. We've written legislation. Well, let's talk to you guys already know
0: huh. Oh, yes. Yeah.
3: But see, Go the ahead. problem is, none of the legislation that we've written, if it gets passed, like we passed a law to repeal Common Core, but mm-hmm. then basically what they do is they don't enforce the law. So really, oh, honestly, yeah, laws don't matter yeah. anymore. Yeah. So you can write them all you want, but it doesn't uh-huh. do any good because mm. they don't they don't enforce them. There isn't, uh, or they write them without an enforceable mechanism or they just say they can't enforce them, or then your your DA in the county says, I don't want to enforce them. I mean, we've been through this numerous, numerous, numerous times. Or then you write mm-hmm. a really great law and then you give it to a legislator who then doesn't get it to the floor, doesn't make a committee, and then the, the people at the top, the gatekeepers who are the pro tem and the, the house leaders, you know, they get to choose which which bills get heard, and they only choose those depending upon you know what their friends ask them to run. So I, I don't have any confidence in in the legislative system. I've d- I've done it for 15 years, and mm-hmm. it, the ones that we've had passed are useless. And you know, then we've written really great ones that haven't seen the light of day. So yeah, eh.
1: yeah. Well, this is why I'm t- so you're taking have, a different approach. Um, Go ahead, Brianna.
2: So I have kind of an idea, and just to see what you guys are thinking about this. If we were to write like legislation, also, and instead of like any kind of like actual law or something we're wanting ch- to change, we could say something like, if any um, uh, law that has not been enforced that has come to the attention of any government official, you know, is not addressed, and then we could list out like a range of repercussions that could be in place. And I know that's still, like, a law that would need to be enforced, even though the law itself is trying to, like, kind of give enforcement. Do you think that might work or give the people the ability? Can people sue, like, the government? Like, mm-hmm. How'd that work? That's well, a then good
0: you've question. Got, then yeah. You've
4: got courts who are also government deciding if government did anything wrong. So we'll
3: no, give a really an
4: example. We
0: actually,
3: yeah. our organization actually sued uh, Stillwater Public Schools. Stillwater is a town in Oklahoma. We sued Stillwater Public Schools because basically uh, a friend of ours uh, went to make a comment on boys and girls' bathrooms, and he happened to uh, quote scripture, and they basically kicked him. I mean, they, they had, had a the police, police officer. Escort. Yeah. Yeah. So, him out. so we sued him for, you know, uh, uh, infringement of his First Amendment right to, you know, practice his religion, essentially, uh, mm-hmm. and make statements about it. And uh, we got an activist judge in Stillwater, basically, who not only didn't even really give a reason why, but gave the lawsuit to the school and didn't even say why. He just said, you know, no, we're not going to do that. And then we found out later that this was an activist judge and there were several uh attorneys who said who went to him and said if you don't stop, you know, being an activist judge, we're going to run against you. Uh so you're going to need to retire. And they did kind did of force they? the guy to retire. They mm-hmm. did actually. So, I mean, that's a good thing, but then, you know,
0: but then they you don't
3: have- and
4: sued sued us for uh, or tried to sue us for 50, wasn't it? $50,000 yeah, for,
1: $50, for court costs. Yeah. Yeah, that's another, that's a whole other issue is, is uh, you know, who pays for, for the lawsuits. I'm working on something, uh, I forgot where it came up yesterday. Oh, it was the, the Matt Gaetz hearing. He's my congressman here in Florida. Uh, he had an ATF hearing. And all these, you know, gun companies, uh, the high volume ones are being investigated and audited, and they don't even have to find anything. Just the fact that they're investigated and audited, all the compliance costs, all the uh, the, 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 right, the customers correct. that don't want to be there when the ATF is wandering around wearing ATF shirts, you know, and all the things that happen. I mean, what I was, one thing things I'll be working on another bill. We have a lot um, is that compliance costs will be paid by the government uh, until such time as they've established uh, and an, a conviction and actually got penalties against people. But here's my the question
3: though, greg
0: uh-huh. you have yep. a
3: man in office who is a communist i mean there's no way of getting around that he can say no but i'm just gonna i mean
0: oh illegal I, brandon i just
3: read the naked communist again and i'm yeah. just going to start calling them what what they are and cutting through mm-hmm. the propaganda because we're we we're pretty much a communist nation i mean it's just that we're not they haven't created enough regulation to the point where we actually notice it. It's getting there. that um, yeah. you have a, a communist president. So mm-hmm. how is he going to ever sign off on any legislation that would well, be good not. for the American people?
1: Well, he's not. No. But gotta, so how do you get that done? Is, uh, Well, okay, so, so what I do with legislation is I don't start with the government. So I think that's been the mistake all along is starting with the government and having the government try and, you know, enforce rules and laws against themselves. Well, they're not going to do that. So you really have to go to the people no. first. So this is really a people-based uh, and then media-based. In other words, you get a consensus before the bill gets to government. So this is a different way of approaching it. Well, This is why I need a, a worldwide no, radio that's show that's with 10 million listeners. That's
4: exactly, that's exactly what we did when we fought Common Core. We went oh, okay. to every Tea Party group, well, every GOP yeah. group, every church, every place that we could get in the door. We traveled mm-hmm. the state of Oklahoma for yeah. five years and got that bill passed. That. Good. Mary Fallon, Mary Fallon had to sign it, or she would not have been reelected. That was our governor at the time. And so, then, that's, yeah. so
1: that proves it works. And then. Then so my that's su- good.
4: And then yeah. my superintendent said, "Oh, we're going to we're going to put a label over the where the books say Common Core aligned." <laughs> yeah, so, and that's what I'm wow. saying. I mean. I'm the, here. The, they will find loopholes around
3: every single thing that is anti-communist. I mean, they just yeah. will.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the best thing with schools is to literally abolish all government schools and all money that goes to Amen. government schools. Thank you. You know, you have to do that. Absolutely. Well, I had a plan I had a plan back when, when COVID, the, the government COVID hoax, not the virus itself. It's actually a virus, but uh, the response to it was the hoax, uh, that when all the government Absolutely. schools closed. Yeah, and, well, we can talk about that too. We were one of the early people. Uh, fighting that, but one of the things I said was as soon as the government schools closed, I said, great. Sell the buildings. Fire all the teachers. Leave them closed.
4: Exactly. You know, oh, you said that too? Okay, we yeah. all said so we, the was, same was, and People
1: said, yeah. you're, you're crazy. You can't do that. We need the government schools. I said, for what? They've already closed. No, the teachers are in Buenos no. Aires. They're on the beaches. Leave, fire fire yeah. the teachers. Fire the administrators. And, and sell the buildings to private schools. Start a completely Correct. private school system. Correct. And they could have done it. I said, so you've got about a three-month window of opportunity before they come back in the fall. You've got to do it now. And nothing happened.
4: And the school choice people, had they, uh-huh. they been seriously about school choice, they uh-huh. would have been making that kind of thing happen.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that would be school choice. With the
4: millions and millions With of dollars the millions
3: that they, of dollars. they have. Yes, they would. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we've got to cut off the money. And we have to actually get rid of any kind of government education. But part of that is convincing people, you know, that uh, government education sucks because I've heard people say all the time, well, I went to a government school or a public school and I turned out okay. And I'm like, well, how do you know? If you never went to a private school, if you never were homeschooled, you don't know what you don't know, idiot.
3: Well, and that's (laughs) true. And then then you also have the other people who say things like, um, oh, but teachers great well my school is fine mm-hmm. you know and it's just the 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 problem is is that you know we are so stupid as a people mm-hmm. at this point and stupid people are easily led and you can see exactly what's going on there are 15 of us who uh, you know actually read things and have you know, want to actually use some intellect to solve some problems. The rest of the people want to get on a video game, watch TikTok all day, or sit and watch sports. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I I I run a farm. I'm constantly amazed at people who go, yeah, I watch golf all weekend. And I'm like, are you yeah, – <laughs> you want to go, are you it an idiot? But, I mean, the obvious thing is if you're going to sit all weekend and watch golf, you're an idiot. I mean – yeah. The world is falling apart. You should be reading, but we don't have people like that anymore. I mean, the majority of the population has been dumbed down, down to the point now where they believe communism is the best thing ever. Government is the the answer to all of their problems. It's, I mean, the,
4: they, you know, it's well,
1: great. government stuff. so they get free I stuff. Mean, See, jobs they live in
4: the retirement.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have pensions, retirement, the whole bit. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, you know, they, well, don't, we, they don't want to
1: do without that. Yeah. Uh, Any more we need to say on dark, line, line we to dark money? We've got about 10 minutes left.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, so the we bottom have the line going thought. to dark. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: Back to dark money to just kind of finish up since you have a few minutes left is this.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We, so many of us were concerned that the election, our last elections were rigged. Um, mm-hmm. There's been considerable evidence to show that they're rigged. That's what the common oh, plan that. is, that it know, works we, we in every, you
1: know, yeah, in every banana general, republic. Yeah. Yep.
3: There's the trick. Mm-hmm. So if you, the the dark money is just another way to subjugate elections, because mm-hmm. if you have untold, unknown money coming into an election, it's just as good It's just as good a way to throw an election as the actual manipulation of votes. And Mm -hmm. the reason why is because I just said we're a nation of idiots anymore. And people Mm -hmm. look at the cards, the push cards that they send in the mail, you know, on behalf of their candidate. And they go, oh, my gosh, he looks great. And then they send out, you know, a push card against a really good candidate. Well, I didn't know he was a rhino. Well, I didn't know he did this. And it's perfect Mm -hmm. because. Yeah. They don't have to do anything. They just spend 10 to $12 a pop to get out, you know, push cards in one particular, you know, area in a precinct or a, a um, house district. And people are so stupid that they look at them and go and vote exactly the way they want because the propaganda works. Propaganda works on stupid people, and the mm-hmm. communists knew that. So that's where we are. And that's why dark money is a problem, because there are uh, illegitimate actors and possibly illegal foreign money entering elections and money from other states coming in to states. Um, as a matter of fact, when we looked at the dark money in Oklahoma, at least three PACs that were involved uh, with disseminating money into Oklahoma elections were also involved in elections in Ohio, Ohio. Uh, West Virginia and Kentucky so if that's the case there are four states there Oklahoma West Virginia Kentucky and Ohio that they're trying to change obviously people are trying to put money into change elections in those particular areas could be Soros who knows you know what it could be but yeah. yeah, for absolutely. It could be anybody. But the point of the matter is, is that until we start Stop Dark Money, even if we do get, you know, election integrity taken care of, and I don't know, has there been one state that's passed a good election integrity law?
1: Well, they're starting to. The ones that are getting rid of uh, the machines, The one, and Mike Lindell's big on this, and the ones that are getting rid of, of the, the ERIC system, the electronic, whatever it's called. We have a bill that we wrote here, uh, which has several proposals, paper ballots only, no machines, videotaped uh, counting of bonded uh, workers uh, of counters. Election results come out that night. Uh, there's no transfer of data over machines. There's no transfer of anything. Uh, it's all done you know, by phone and, and public, uh, and my provision that I added was that all voter registrations expire midnight, December 31st. So everybody has to re-register every year. And if you do it for your car, why can't yeah, you do it for your vote? That would be and the way would, to do
0: it. Yeah. yeah, and
1: that would clean the – I'm the only one that's talking about this idea, except for the folks that read the bill. Um, but that's the way to go, I think, because if the voter – you don't have to worry about cleaning. and Because the minute you have laws, that, well, we have to get these folks off, we have to get the – no, just have everybody – expires for everybody. That's equal. That's equal protection. So everybody re-registers. You know, now you only only have to prove your citizenship once, you know, and then, uh, you know, but uh, unless you've moved, you know, then you have to go in and do it again. But if nothing's changed, you should be able to register fairly easily again. Um, If you had to design a school choice system that actually was choice, how would you do it?
3: Uh, Make everybody pay for their own child's education. That's choice.
1: Okay. All right. And without tax credits, benefits, and things like that. Because the argument's going to be, nope. what about the lower-income folks? You know, they, 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 they deserve an education, too.
3: But that's the communist line. That's yeah. the communist okay. line. That brings mm-hmm. everybody down to the bottom level. And, mm-hmm. you know, here's the other thing. If you actually are a Christian and you read your Bible, you will find out that Jesus was not a socialist.
6: Jesus wanted
3: people individually yeah. to care for people in poverty. He did not want the even. Uh, he did not want the whole group. He said, "Look, if you're a farmer, you leave the stuff around the outside when you uh, you harvest. Leave the stuff around the outside of your field and let them come in, the people who are poor, and gather what they can gather to take with them." That was Jesus's belief about mm-hmm. helping the poor. It's not the state's job to help the poor.
4: Anything it's, it's else charity. is
3: propaganda. Yeah, anything else is propaganda.
4: Doesn't Government doesn't have anything to give away until they take it forcefully from someone else. So, Thanks for mm-hmm.
3: reminding us. <laughs> it's true. Okay. I mean, thank you for hmm. reminding us because that's exactly right. I mean, they don't have anything that they don't get from the, at the point of a gun, at the end of a gun. Mm-hmm. So you can't so – carry the question: given by force.
1: Right. Well, Calvin Coolidge was big on that. That's one of the things he said was he, he abolished so many bills or vetoed so many bills. He said the government's not – we're not a charity. They're private charities. That's You're
3: not
1: job. a charity. It's not – yep, the job of government is not a charity. Okay, so how do, how do, how hey, do David, people on welfare – here's a loaded question for you. How do people on welfare pay for their kids' education?
4: Well, there are,
3: we're paying for their kids' education. That's the problem. And if they don't have the money to pay for their child's education, maybe that would get them to get out of poverty. But we'll never know because we won't ever allow people to get out of poverty on their own because we have to, quote, unquote, help them. That's socialism. That's communism. That's not the way that America should be running their country. That was not the way that we began in the first place. Charity began in the home and charity began with the church. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, and no, yeah.
4: start a business and provide jobs for people. How about exactly? That?
1: <laughs> That's how. Yeah. We oh, it. yeah. Well, yeah, and, and it's like uh, with unemployment, most people stay on unemployment until it ends. So, if you want people on unemployment longer, extend the benefits. If you want people right. to off it,
0: right.
1: end the benefits, and people get jobs. It's funny how that works out.
3: And let's not forget, the government <laughs> uh-huh. was paying people to be out of work during COVID.
0: Oh, that yeah, was insane. So once the government well, pays
3: people to be out of work,
1: how
0: uh-huh. many of
3: those people are going to go, oh, no, thank you. I don't want the free money.
1: <laughs>
3: I'll go get no, a job.
1: Yeah, no, no. Well, here's something it's interesting, too. This is our big bill. And, and here's get the in thing,
3: Greg. Until we uh-huh. start calling things what they are, and we need to start using the terms communist and propaganda because that's where we are. There's no so question the about it at this point. Yeah, I mean, we just have to start using that in every conversation when people say things like, you know, well, what about the poor? You go, well, are you a communist? What are you, a socialist or communist? Because you're not an American.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, and check I can out my prove article. that to you. I have an article on Substack, gregpenglis.substack.com, with, with a conservative glossary, with an entire lexicon of terms that you can use, you know, like GOP. Oh, cool. I call, they're called the gelding old party. You know, um, Dr. Fascist, you know who Dr. Fascist is, right? So we have all kinds we of
3: Fauci.
1: Yeah, they're not fossil yeah. fuels, they're organic fuels. Uh, there's just uh, all kinds of things that we talk right. about. You know, we, we don't have a president. You know, we have uh, illegal Brandon. And so I always refer to him as illegal Brandon. Anybody that says President Biden is yeah. is, uh, is justifying the coup. Anyway, we've got about three minutes left. I just call him Johnson.
4: resident.
1: Resident, that works too, res- yeah. But the point is, I think – I think there's still hope for legislation as long as we do what you guys did, which is right. You go to the people first, you generate the enthusiasm, you get things going, uh, and then you have to make it important. But you don't need everybody. You're not going to get everybody. You know, look at the, this nation was created by one-third of the population, roughly. You know, you have one-third, they're loyalists to Britain. You had one-third that was watching the equivalent of, uh, you know, golf and drinking beer. And you have one-third activists. <laughs> You know what would they do in yeah. the 70s? No,
3: it's true. I mean, and let's, let's watch absolutely. the
1: polo. It's a lovely day for an afternoon of and, polo. It's wonderful. You know, and and anyway. a
4: third is is a third is generous. So you know that's
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, I still have hope. If, I'm still the could, Um Brianna, let's get you back in here for a couple minutes. So we we got We got we to look into five one C us. And anything else you think we should be looking into? Um, we're, really,
3: mm-hmm. that's the 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 big thing. Look up crew. Citizens for Responsible Ethics in Washington, because they've done a great job at filing uh, some um, uh, complaints with the IRS about mm-hmm. how 501c4s are being handled, um, and they could probably use our help in some donations.
0: Yeah,
1: we could use donations too at Action Radio, because people don't realize, all. I think, the real power of this organization here, to be able to make change like you guys have made change. Uh, and so, so it's Citizens for Responsible what is it now? What's the last ethics word? In
3: so ethics in Washington. Ethics in Washington. For oh. responsible ethics in Washington. That's, <laughs> that's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, that, that's funny. I agree. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, Brianna, back let me to you. Just say, oh. People can okay. find us at rope, rope, R-O-P-E-2, the number two, dot org. Or you can look us up on the internet. We've got a pretty wide profile at reclaim oklahoma parent empowerment
1: i love it it's great to have you guys on we have we do this more often because there's some definitely uh, uh interesting things we need to do but i think we can work on the legislation especially the 501c4 and anything else that we've talked about i have to go back over my notes and, and i'll be talking to brianne off the air and we'll see what we can figure out here um anything that we should be working on that you think jenny julia
3: just stopping uh, dark yeah. money
1: Pianki's got a ton of comments on live chat. What he's talking about basically is that school choice is a good thing, and so I would just no. direct Pianki to to uh, uh, well because but the thinking of it in the ideal, I think he's thinking of it in the ideal of what it's supposed to be, as opposed to what it is, and that's a big problem too because this is how government masquerades programs. Right. You know, they'll, they'll call it a benefit right. when it's really um, tyranny. How would in you address have, that?
4: In Oklahoma, we already have the best school choice. We we have we have pub- regular public schools brick and mortar we have uh government charter schools like what Brianna's going to we have uh, government well government homeschools uh that's more like what Brianna's doing i guess but the you know, charter you know we have schools, private schools and charter online schools, schools, private schools. schools. And, yeah and then we've got non government homeschool and uh, private school and those are going to be abolished with what they're calling school choice. Mm-hmm. We will not have any non-government choices. So school choice isn't school choice.
1: It's government school choice, right?
4: right. Correct.
1: Okay, it's so propaganda. in other words, and then what they'll say is, well, we gave you school choice. What are you complaining about? That's what's going to happen. It's like in uh, that Florida. Is. Yeah, they, they, they said we have constitutional carry now in Florida July 1st. I said, so well, you don't have open carry. It's not constitutional. Yeah. Constitution doesn't make a distinction yeah. between open and concealed. So you've said you've got right. permitless carry, but you certainly don't have, you don't have con- constitutional carry. So we have to fight for that again. And I know what's going to happen next year. I know exactly what's going to happen. Legislature is going to come back. they the Republican rhino. We don't call them rhinos. We call them transgender Democrats. You can use that, too.
0: <laughs> that's kind of funny, it's,
1: it's in my article. It's in my glossary. Yeah. But, uh, but that's the thing. They will, they will give you something that you think is something completely different. Uh, and when you find out it's not, they'll say, we already gave it to you. We gave you school choice. What are you complaining about? That's not what's going to work. Yeah. Anyway, I got Josie right. online, line I'm going to bring her on and then uh let's see if she has a question for you. Guys. Hey,
6: good morning. And then we'll
1: get... Good morning, Josie. You got a question for, uh, for Jenny and Julia and Brianna's here too.
6: Uh, I kind of started listening to them a little late, uh, but they sound very good. And uh, I lived through communists, and you ladies are absolutely right. These people are nothing but a bunch of communists. And the one running our country is Obama. It's not even the mentally ill uh, absolutely. Biden. It's, it's Obama yep. running the show. Yep. And that's what they want to infiltrate all these communist ideas into our children's mind. And they want to control them.
1: Jim? Yeah, Jessica grew yeah. up in Nicaragua. She knows what she's talking about. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to get onto our report. So let's get one time, one more time, contact information. And Jenny and Julia, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have to have you back. So thank you for having uh,
3: us. Yeah, thank you.
1: Okay, so contact one more time.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, rope R O P E. The number two dot org is our website, and you can pretty much find everything else from there, or you can just look us up on the web at Reclaim Oklahoma, I'm sorry, <laughs> Reclaim Oklahoma Parent Empowerment.
4: Yes. Okay.
1: okay, sounds good. Brianna, you got a closing, uh, anything for us?
4: Thank you, guys, for having us. Thank you for inviting us. That was great. Enjoyed it.
0: Okay.
1: Got your sign-off, and then I'll get to Josie.
4: Um,
1: this
2: is Rope on Government Inquiry with Brianna
1: Cannon on Action Radio. Sounds good. Thanks very much, uh, Brianna. We'll talk to you next week. And actually, you're all welcome to stay on as long as you want and listen and see what's going on. You don't have to, if you don't have to leave, then don't leave. Hang out. We'll get to our Latina report right now. She started off as a poor child in Nicaragua, living under communism. And now she is a prosperous small businesswoman with a great family. Living the Dream as an American Citizen. Josie Cosi knows all about both worlds, communism and freedom. She knows where your dreams can come alive and where they can die very quickly. And so her report is as much from experience as knowledge, and her passion and crusade are very real. With connections all over Central and South America, Josie brings you the world south of the U.S. border, from personal experience living, not just reporting, what's happening. And now, a Latina report with Josie Coffey. Well, it looks like our other two folks have left, Jenny and Julia. It was too bad. I was hoping they'd stay on I love it when guests stick around because it's much more fun. Brianna's still here yes. for maybe a few minutes. Mm-hmm. We don't know. But uh, buenos dias, chica. Good
6: morning. Sobre Ultra to my Ukrainian people. and Buenos dias. Yeah.
0: Konnichiwa to my Japanese listeners.
6: Yeah, I don't know how to say good morning in Japanese.
1: You? Konnichiwa. I just want to say hello. Ni hao for our Chinese hello. listeners. Oh, I'm trying to get in Taiwan and uh Ukraine. So if you have your friends in Ukraine, if you get them listening, I want to see them on the board uh, because that'd be a great place for us to to be in, you know, two of the, the oppressed uh-huh. countries of the world right now. Yeah. So how are you doing? What's going on? Oh, wow. Yeah. Good.
6: Um, I was listening to these ladies and that's awesome what they were talking about, the schools. I remember when you were, Doing a thing about the schools, all the schools, public schools, to be shut down. Yeah, close them down. COVID.
1: Yeah, fire the teachers, yeah. sell the buildings, get rid of all the government schools right now. Uh, it looks like Brianna's left us too, but uh, yeah. So and, and nobody took me up on it. Well, you agreed, but I mean, people said, "Oh, you're crazy." In fact, yeah. I had friends friends of mine I said, "Yeah, I heard you say that. I thought that was stupid." Then, and, and of course, as soon as the government schools came back, it's like, "Yeah, we should have done it." I said, "Yeah, well, I told you." That was the window of opportunity. And uh, people, no one thought I was serious. And I was completely serious. Abolish the government schools, sell the buildings, fire the teachers, fire the administrators, and set up an entirely private system. You, know, you would think they would do it here yeah. in, in, in conservative Santa Rosa County, Florida. Of all places, you would think this would be a great place to make that a model. And we've got action radio exactly. here. You know, we've got Republicans everywhere. <laughs> you know, they all talk about, uh, you know, school choice. But as I'm finding out, school choice is not what I thought it was. And so it's not choice; yeah. it's government school choice. Anyway, um, if you have a comment on that, if not, I want to get into this illegal alien yeah. city because we've got Michael Volpe coming on
6: yeah. Let uh, me make in the a next comment. hour. Yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah, tell me about, I, go ahead.
6: Um, I, I mentioned on the radio when you were talking about the school choices and the public school being shut down and all that, the good thing about this pandemic is I think it was 1.1 or 1.2 million parents never send their children back to school. They started homeschooling, and they thought it was good for their kids. And they found out the mm-hmm. corruption that was going on at school with their kids. And now, it's yeah, because they watching the videos. With this tranny, yeah. With, yeah. with this tranny agenda, it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. In class Cal- well, behind yeah, that? They own the but, kids. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I mean, the, the the leftists. Remember when we used to talk about you know, I hate to say the subject, female genital mutilation is it like some countries, Muslim countries, were doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this horrible thing? And it was horrible to do. So the left was against that at the time, except for boys. They didn't mind boys, you know, being circumcised. But uh, women, little girls, yeah. yeah, that would seem to be a problem. But at, I, it's a problem for me for both, both situations. You don't mess with little boys. Yeah. Um, anyway, but the problem was that uh, they have suddenly switched and now it's okay to do exactly the thing that they were against just a few years ago. So something's changed. You know, it, it, if, if you just take a, a regular person and, and you surgically mutilate them, that's one thing. But if you take somebody and you call the civil rights group, now it's okay. It's like this Jeez. weird, how do you, how do you make a psychological transformation that you can't do something to somebody if they're a person, but if they're a trans person, you can. It's exactly the same thing. And you're doing it to older kids. Yeah. Now, if an adult chooses to do, uh, you know, surgery and, and drugs, that's their choice. You know, but you're not a civil rights group. Okay. All you've done is, is elective uh, and cosmetic surgery and and drug therapy. That doesn't make you a civil rights group because you chose to do it. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. you you don't get special privileges. You can't have a special thing on your job. You're not a human rights group. It's not no, You don't have any human rights. You're no different than anybody else's individual rights. But something has changed. And what I'm really wondering is what's what's behind this? Why why now? Why are we suddenly you know, everybody wants to be, you know, kids all of a sudden want to be trans. No, they don't. They want to be kids. They just want to grow up well, normally.
6: They don't know any difference. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're children. The parents need to guide them. And right now there's no guidance. Uh, that, I was going to talk a little bit about what's happening in China, and then we'll do okay. the illegal thing. Um, yep. What's happening in China, I was talking to some uh, people personally and also watching a few videos that China is controlling their population. Uh, 1.4 billion of their uh, uh, their children and young people are being controlled by their cell phones, you know? They're manipulating mm-hmm. the children in Shanghai. Uh, it's like so huge, this phone thing, that they're making the children hate their parents, disobey their parents. COVID. They've been manipulating all these kids. Uh, it is or do they have a to home. have cell phones? And, uh,
1: are, are, are parents mandated to give the kids cell phones or do they have a choice? They don't have to give the kids a cell
6: phone. I don't know if the government gives the free phones also. I have to find out about that actually to some of the yeah. people that I know. Uh, but everybody has a phone. Every, yeah, over here too. And if you go to Nicaragua, mm-hmm. they don't have nothing to eat, but they have a cell phone. Same thing in that, Cuba. They barely That's fascinating. In, but okay, has so
1: struggle. so the mm-hmm. cell phone is like the brain chip, and so the government doesn't have to implant a brain yeah. chip if they give you cell phone. So, and what I'm learning about, uh, someone sent me an article on on uh, European vaccine passports, and it's an app on your cell phone. So they're using the cell phone to trace everything. So the cell phone is like you know it the sucks. old when the, the old Nazi thing is when you say now I want to see your papas. Well, now it's like I want to see your cell phone. Yeah and everything's there. So everything, so now it's a receiver and a transmitter of all your personal information and it's a receiver of all the things that they want to give you. Yeah, you got choices. You you know, you can listen to my show. You can do other things. But for the most part, it's becoming uh, your, your personal passport, your social credit system, your money. And if you don't, you know, if you yeah. when they think you've spent enough money on gasoline, you know I was listening to a guy this weekend on Glenn Beck. If you, if you the social credit system is or the carbon system, once you once you've bought enough gasoline for the month, they they just allow all your further gasoline purchases that month. And This is the kind of thing we're getting to.
6: The,
1: so cell phones.
6: They're saying, they're saying by twenty thirty, they're going to be in full control of everyone with the phones. They're going to manipulate you, how much you can spend, how much you can do, like you were just saying. Mm-hmm. They will be manipulating. That will be the great recession for the world, uh, manipulation, full control. Uh, and yeah. that's what's coming. And and well, a lot unless, of parents are buying phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of, unless a lot we of parents are buying phones for tiny little kids. So they're training them very young. I see parents that they bring the phone and they hand it to, over to the child so the child can entertain themselves while they're in the dressing room. I'm like, give me a break. When I go to Sumba, some of the parents bring a couple of the small kids. They're on the phone playing mm-hmm. little it. games and all that. And you know, all these games and cartoons mm-hmm. are deadly. This is not. This is not just little cartoons that you and me used to watch on TV. This is not it. Uh, there was a Spanish woman that that I watched a video of. Uh, her 20 year old son was playing one of these video games, and he got hooked, playing over and over and over, and eventually, supposedly, a young, beautiful woman at the other end uh, set up a, a place to meet, and this 20-year-old young man came and met this uh, beautiful woman, and it was a bunch of human traffickers. So they took this young man, and they trafficked it for two days. He was missing Mm-hmm. And they rape him whichever way you can think of. And at the end, oh. they burn half of his face. Yeah, those little games are dangerous, very dangerous. Yeah. And uh, I tell parents, I said, don't allow your children to go to those games because that's how they lure you uh, to to do things that you shouldn't be doing. And the parents think, oh, it's she's just playing a little game. They don't understand. Fifty-four percent of child trafficking goes through Facebook and in uh, Google and Amazon and I mean and it's, they say even
1: we should, violate you know. community standards. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're facilitating yeah, child right. trafficking. Yeah, yeah.
6: <clears throat> so the idea, the idea of the phones fully is to control everyone, including grown-ups. Mm-hmm. When you call to the so... supermarket, there's people in the aisles. With their phone. Of course, some of them are checking prices, but uh, mm-hmm. or some some of them come and check prices in my business too. Some of them mm-hmm. are using my dressing room as a showroom. They come, try the stuff, take pictures of the price and all that, and they just walk out. And I'm sick and tired of that. So it's just getting worse and worse. So this is there a way to, is there a way to
1: do, uh, deactivate or block cell phones in your place? Is there any any device that does that?
6: Mm, no, but uh, I should. Good idea, right? <laughs> hey, let's yeah. look it up right now. Because let's I'm,
1: look it up right now. See if there, if there are devices that... Because, uh, you, you know, a uh-huh. mine was telling me they were driving through um, Orlando uh, a while back, uh-huh. and uh, the GPS was disabled at a certain time oh, for really? Orlando because they didn't want people looking up... Dr- they wanted people concentrating on the road. They didn't want people looking at the GPS. So,
6: hey, I'm, I'm sure... Hey Greg, I'm sure there is because when we were in D.C. January the sixth, people's phone was not working. It was a miracle early when I called you that I can't that a phone call mm-hmm. went through, but but videos, pictures that I was trying to send, nothing came through to you. Yeah,
0: hmm.
6: so I'm sure that there's manipulation of of going to the internet, but the phone. Work because I call you that morning. Yeah, remember? I remember.
1: Well, we got you. We got you January sixth, uh, eventually or some point, because I've got you on uh, on, the, mm-hmm. on the podcast. All right, so uh, this is getting interesting. Yeah. So just, I just looked this up here. We've got how retail stores track you using your cell phone. Does Walmart block internet? Sell? These are just the uh, the titles. Jamming cell phones mm-hmm. and GPS equipment is against the law. The FCC says that. Yet I know what happened to a friend of mine in Orlando. Uh Costco warehouse mm-hmm. actively jamming so apparently well obviously we're not the first to think of this Walmart stores blocking cell phones yeah I bet you can Uh mm-hmm. and, and you could you could call it you know if people are, so you're saying people are taking pictures of uh your products and they're buying them online is that how they're doing of course. for a lower price okay
6: yeah they scan the the barcode to see how much they can get it somewhere else so
1: what mm-hmm. you need to do then is take your prices off your products take the barcode
0: off
6: mm you know, there's bring, some have, places that I that I noticed that they don't have prices on their products.
0: Yeah, there's ask a them lot to
6: bring of it up. Yeah, ask
1: mm-hmm. them to bring it up to the counter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And have a have a price huh. scanner by know. you. You have a price scanner or something like that. Or I don't know. Think about it. Yeah. But it looks and like. you know,
6: I tell I tell the young people, I said, "Sweetie, you don't really have to buy it here, but buy it somewhere else here locally." Uh, I said, support your local businesses here because they're going to shut down all the little stores in Pensacola eventually. Because that's mm-hmm. the agenda. That's what they want. And So I encourage a lot of young people, and they give me a look like if I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, they, they look at all the stuff like crazy,
1: yeah. but uh, that's okay, yeah. Uh, all right, so there's a bunch of things online about this. Uh, here's, here's one. Pros and cons of betting cell phones in public places. So blocking phone numbers. Yeah, I guess I bet you can do it. You know, remember when radar detectors came out, and the police says you can't, you know, uh, you you can't uh, have a radar detector that tells you where the the police speed traps are. Well, of course you can't. I mean, the whole point, you know, I mean, hmm. uh, well, so they had they can catch you. Why shouldn't you know how to slow down? That actually slows people down. That actually saved lives because they were slowing people down
5: wherever mm-hmm. there are speed
1: traps. And that's the point of a speed trap anyway is to slow people down. You know, I mean, it's better to be hmm. visible. And it's like, oh, gee, there it is. I mean, that's why you see them on the, you know, your GPS monitor. So I bet you could do it. I was looking into technology to do that or just take the prices off. Anyway, let's get on to. Uh, yeah, that
7: would be great.
1: Um, yeah, make a note. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, on Action Radio today, how to protect your prices from online shoppers, you know, stealing your uh, <laughs> yeah. your, your, your information. Yeah. Well, All right. So yeah. what'd you find? Tell me about the uh, Calling Rich.
6: Let, let me tell you quickly. Okay, I, I will We've been complaining to a lot of major companies, like Cherokee's one of the biggest right now. Which one? And so what they, you know, complaining that why they're selling all our products that we sell in our stores to anyone. And that's not fair what they're doing. They're stabbing us with a knife instead of being partners. Like we are supposed to be partners in the uniform, mm-hmm. but they're not. So what Cherokee coming up with, they have a bunch oh, of Cherokee. styles that you can now. Yeah, Yeah, Cherokee. That you cannot buy online, Amazon, only through us, Uniform dealers. So I'm kind of happy about that. They're helping out a little bit, but still, they're not our partners. They're in it for the money. And Cherokee is trying to buy all the uniform company. It's sad. They own Dickies, Heart & Soul, uh, uh, Infinity. They just go on and on and on. Oh, they just bought Healing Hands big so it's just crazy but anyway let's get to the illegals um Mm -hmm. and a lot of people say why is our government so concerned and so worried giving them housing giving them money giving them education giving them everything because they want to replace us with a lot of the illegals and they're going to use a lot of the illegals to attack us coming up soon and you'll see i mean that's what uh, we believe. Um, but the housing that you were talking about in uh, Texas, it's going through all over the United States. Uh, there's some uh, people selling um, trailer homes, mobile homes to a lot of these illegal, and they're buying them. Uh, I didn't find and out they have the too money. much.
1: Well, how do you all this money? They got $10,000 to pay off the, the cartels and the coyotes. You've got you've got yeah. all this money. I mean, you got 13% interest rate. I was reading about that in Michael Volpe's article. Michael's coming on at the top yeah. of the hour. You know, and then we got this website uh, Terrenos en Venta, which is what I found mm-hmm. from this original Colony lots. Ridge, which is very, lots
6: for sale. Terrenos en venta. Mm-hmm. Lots
1: for sale. Okay, this is why I need your help, right? And so I, I yeah, looked up lots. Colony Ridge, and we found this really boring website. Find property for sale, and then it says Terrenos yeah. Houston. And so you, you, you click on that, and this entire new thing pops up that's exciting, it's vibrant, it's got color, it's got, it's got the Spanish chick, you know, talking about this, this wonderful place, and it's got pictures, and this is this wonderful community here. Yeah, there she is. Yeah. You know, and temenos los más altos ratings on Facebook and Google. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so uh, <laughs> some of this I actually could read. Because it was so obvious, Yeah. you know what they're talking about. But you've you got a nice cute, Hispanic really family.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I,
1: listen, I, I wouldn't mind learning it. Ubicación privilegiada. There we go. I don't know what that means. Like uh, it privilege. Con- uh, what, it says what? What privilege?
6: Are you talking about uh, like Ube-sacion? privilege, like like high yeah. end? You know, it says Ubisacion
1: yeah. privilegiada.
6: Are you reading? Are you reading? Center for Immigration Study, No, no, no. I'm reading the other one with its property.
1: Terrenos en Venta. I'm reading the one I can't read. And it's got compra tu go ahead, terreno, facil financiamiento, zonas comerciales, listo para, hang on, let me get the whole screen here. <laughs> but, listo para <laughs> moveros. <laughs> Nuestros yeah, proyectos. Comercio- You go ahead, translate for me.
6: Commercial zone is saying, yeah. Yeah, that one I figured out.
1: Salida al freeway, cerca de áreas comerciales, shopping centers y Mm -hmm. restaurants. I I can read that part. Yes,
6: shopping centers and restaurants. So
1: what is Uh, this? Is this an illegal alien front plan community? I mean, obviously it's in Spanish for a reason, you know, otherwise they do it in English. So what's going on here? Yeah. What did you find out from this website?
6: Well, the, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, and you know, a lot of these illegals are getting cash from our government monthly. Some of the people are getting as much as 4000 a month, some families. Uh, so they're, they're putting a down payment and you know, and they're working too. They leave their children alone. They're working and what you see in this land that you sent mm-hmm. me the video. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of them are like trailer homes that they're selling and a big big pieces of land terrenos for sale you know mm-hmm. uh and they show you that they have dollar stores in the area and and also commercial property that you can buy so but the way a lot of these people are buying um this property they use them uh like if they have a family member in the country mm-hmm. or the other thing is they have a friend that they put them in their electric bill, and then the next time you get a bill, your name it's in that bill. So you can go open a bank account if you like. Right. And there's somebody, that personally that I know, they're about to go do that right now with their dad uh, from <laughs> Colombia to to right. to start investing his money here. And uh so that's all you need: your records, the an address where you get in a bill with your name. So a lot of people are doing that right now, uh, in order to to have uh, a bill that it says, "Hey, I lived in this address and my name is in that bill, and I can open a bank account, I can I can buy a home, and I don't think we illegals should be buying home in this country at all."
1: I don't think illegals should be here. But this is why like, I wrote that. Remember my Citizen Declaration Act, where your your citizenship yes. goes on the driver's license, and I listed about twenty yes. things that uh, that where citizenship has to be checked. And it has to be checked for the obvious ones, voting uh, and uh, driver's license and things like that. But also any, any money thing, uh, bank accounts, credit cards, any business that started, uh, any investment, any money you send out of the country, any money you receive coming into the country, all these things uh, require citizenship checks. You know, opening a business, mm-hmm. anytime someone has contact with the county, any law enforcement contact, any of these things require a citizenship check. Just like they require an age check, residency check. You know, it should be, you know, drive. You know, when you get pulled over, the officer should say, you know, license, registration, and proof of citizenship. That's what mm-hmm. should. Be, it should be that yeah. automatic at every indication because citizenship is public information. That's why we have passports. Yes. Why? It's a public document declaring your citizenship. What do you, what happens when you leave the country or you enter the country? You declare publicly your citizenship to a government official in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they don't hide them. It's not done in secret. Passports aren't secret. They're, they're public, they're public documents. So why, so, mm-hmm. so there's no reason that anybody, uh, from, from law enforcement all the way up, I'm trying to get Sheriff Johnson back on the show. Uh, so I'm, I'm talking, to, I'm talking to the County Sheriff, but this is one of the things I want to check is why yeah. can't they check citizenship? You know, because you look at because it's not an immigration issue. Because these aren't immigrants; these are criminals. And once you separate these people out as not being immigrants, you know, yes, they've come into the country, but they came in illegally. That makes them criminals. It doesn't make them immigrants. They have no rights. They have no ability to be here. They can't buy property. They can't send their kids to school. They can't do any of these things. And yet the government permits it. Not only permits it, but pays for it. Because these people have to be subsidized. If you're an illegal alien, I mean, how many? If they're that poor, you know, how do they have ten thousand dollars to pay off the, the cartels? Well, obviously, they're getting it from somewhere, Mm -hmm. because if they had $10,000 in in Honduras, that goes a long way, right?
0: Yeah. $10,000
1: American dollars in Honduras? Where does that go? You could probably live, uh, a family of four could live, what, a couple of years, three years on that? Four years? Five years? I don't know.
6: Yeah, that's why why a lot of Americans, they go to Costa Rica, Belize. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lots of people have moved to Nicaragua because their dollar uh, is worth a lot more. In those countries, mm-hmm. and that makes you sense. Know, they that's can a good buy thing more for their dollar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand that. Well, in yeah. fact, we're trying to get. Uh, that's that's one of our first places. We got to go see Alan in Belize. We got to. Uh, once we get a few more sponsors, and I got a travel budget. I mean, we're all going to Belize. <laughs> you know, so We've already got that. <laughs> we already got that worked out. But uh, I've never
6: been to Belize. I know. Oh, you'll love it Belize. there.
1: You got to meet Alan. Alan's the coolest. You know, he'll be. Uh, yeah. It'd be great if he's going to get us all set up for a trip. So we're going to start taking some action radio trips. But I can't go anywhere until I get sponsors. So that's all yeah. I'm waiting for. You know, right. we're working on that. You need to go to action radio.
6: More.
1: Yeah, I'm trying that's to. For yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm bad about that. I should so, do it at the beginning of every show. I do it at the end of the show, but I should do it at the beginning. Well, so action radio has subscriptions. Yeah. I do it. I make sure to do it then. Yeah. yeah. But it's on it's on every broadcast page. It's not like people are missing it. You know, we've got our discount codes. We've got uh, our Substack. You know, we've got uh, GiveSendGo.com slash Action Radio. There's many p- ways people go. And sponsor the show if you're a company. You know, I'll make you an ad. I make ads for companies, you know, yes. on a pretty regular basis. So, but in that mm. but we're, we'll get there. We've got some, i got some pretty high profile people I'm trying to get on the show. And want, that's going to help. That's usually where we get our most recognition is the big guests. So, I, I don't know how the game yeah. works. But anyway, so, <laughs> so let's talk about this game. So, who's... Um, I mean, we've already said this before, but there's, you know, the people are making money off this. The Republicans are making money off this. The Democrats are making money off this. The corporations are making money off this. The school systems are making money. Everybody's making money. This is all money-driven, and it's all illegal money. It's illegal money funding illegal to do illegal things.
0: Yeah. You know,
6: Greg, it's sad to think about the American mentality. And you know, I Mm -hmm. love this country. I love Americans.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: But the mentality its about money, 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 money ruling everything. Uh, I was talking to my husband and just thinking, all these doctors and nurses, hospitals, they have sold their own people. Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen with a lot of these people get in the shot, they're going to die. And these people, all they care is about money. It is horrible. Yeah what they their job down to their own
1: that their job is so yeah. important that they're willing <laughs> to kill people to keep their job i mean how do you how do you kill people to keep your job what kind of person are you if you can do that
6: it's uh it's it's very sad mm-hmm. uh because i re- i remember one guy that he quit working for his doctor uh italian guy and he said i'm excited i'm going to go work for this other hospital they're giving me more money in the covet union and all that and mm-hmm. he was getting, uh, like, uh, $1,200 extra in his, as a bonus on his check every two weeks. So he was so excited mm-hmm. that he was going to get $1,200 extra money just to be in the COVID union and the COVID union, excuse me. Wow. <laughs> you know, hey, a friend of mine. A so, friend of
1: mine sent me something interesting. Uh, I want to know if you, if you heard this. This is from Slovenia. The head nurse of the University Medical Center in Ljublj, place I can't pronounce, which takes care of receiving the vaccine bottles, resigned today. She went, I don't want to what the date on this is. She went in front of the cameras and took out the vaccine bottles. She showed people the codes on the bottles, where each contained one, two, or three digits in the code, and then explained the meaning of those numbers. Number one is placebo, saline, Number two is messenger RNA. Number three is messenger RNA with oncogene, a mutated gene that triggers mm-hmm. the development of cancer. People who received it will develop soft tissue cancer within two years. She says that she personally witnessed all the politicians and tycoons receiving the number one vial for their vaccine, which is the placebo. So they receive saline. Okay. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't. I haven't verified it yet. I don't know for sure. But uh, this is sent to me by a, a reliable friend of mine. Uh, and so mm-hmm. did you hear about that had the doctors nurses or have they talked about different vials because I know people that had the vaccine that are not really suffering a whole lot from anything. I mean, they're they seem to be okay. And we don't know what's going to happen down mm-hmm. the road. Uh, but there yeah. are others who just dropped dead. Well, so
5: we've heard about different. You're right.
6: Some of the people got their placebo and uh, some nurses knew the deadly uh, uh, weapon that they had in their hand that they were about to inject innocent people. So some of the Christian nurses that I heard, they filled the, the, the syringe with saline. So a lot of people uh, in certain hospitals, that there were Christian women administrating the injections, you know, the mm-hmm. vaccine. They threw away the bad juju thing and filled <laughs> it with that, the saline. I know. So, you,
1: but you can't Doctor, refill vaccine bottles. They have those little rubber tip things, and you, you jab the needle into it. And I'm not sure how that works. And I guess it reseals like a. I cork. don't
6: know, but uh, they did huh. get away. And some, of, <clears throat> like one of the nurses, uh, Christian nurse that I was talking to at the beginning of this shot and all that, mm-hmm. uh, she was in tears telling me that she knew this thing was going to kill humans, and she was asked to be transferred to a different department because she couldn't do it. She could do it. She did it for a couple of days, and she quit. She said, you, I'm either going to leave the hospital or you transfer me to a different department. I cannot do this at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she knew Good. these yeah. vaccines were deadly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a shame. And, you know, there is a guy with a pharmacy that I know,
0: mm-hmm.
6: and you know,
0: Yep. The, oh yeah, we're not gonna were mention names, rest- but <laughs> yeah.
6: No, we're not. Absolutely. It, mm-hmm. it, I was disappointed in him. Uh, he's helping people with uh, hydroxychloroquine, acitromycin, and all this thing helping people, and even without even making for a while. And then he came in, and uh, and he started uh, giving people the COVID shot right there in the hospital. <sighs> Wow! I was very disappointed. Very disappointed. Did
1: you ask
6: uh, if he believe- checks
1: for immunity first before giving a shot for COVID immunity?
6: I don't know. I don't and, see, nobody uh, does
1: that. Do they check whether people have received I, shots before? I mean, what about people that are getting maybe ten, twenty, thirty, fifty shots just to be safe? They could be going from pharmacy to pharmacy to pharmacy. Are they even tracking these people? How many shots they are getting? Is there is there a national yeah, database it's in the of? System. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's
6: in the system in the computer. Oh yeah. Hmm. And uh, I believe him and his family caved in for the vaccine, too. I heard. I said, are you crazy? Why did you do that? And I was like, man. Because
1: COVID's nothing. Not I mean, who, who gets COVID? Who gets COVID anymore? Yeah. Even when I got it, it wasn't that bad. I just sounded like hell and I coughed for a couple of weeks. That was it. I had to sleep sitting so, up. It expressed big my deal. heart
6: that at one point he's rescuing people to live and then he's caving in." Because of the money was so good.
0: that's nah, more to true than start that. even the
6: judge. Like, no, I bet you. They, I be bet kidding. you they
1: threatened his license. I bet you they threatened his license. So you're not gonna. We're not gonna deal with you. We're not gonna sell you. We're not gonna sell you pharmaceuticals anymore unless you play a ball. That's how they yeah, do it. It's be. like a protection racket. You know, when the when the mafia comes in and says, "Well, you got to pay us, you know, uh, five hundred bucks a week for protection." Well, protection from who? Well, from them. You mm-hmm. know, so it's the same thing. So if these people want to stay in business, if they want to keep their pharmacy license, because the government controls the licenses, that's part of the problem. That's what Dr. Thorpe talked about all the time. And yeah. some of the other folks yeah. said that, uh, you know, if you, if you prescribe, well, here's another question, too. We, they, they, they got four cases of malaria in Florida. Well, we know where malaria comes from. Mm-hmm. It comes from the tropics. And it comes from illegal aliens. Yeah. You know, bringing in mosquitoes you know they carry malaria yes. we don't have we didn't have malaria in this country but we also know the cure for malaria is hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin yeah so ivermectin. did you have malaria in nicaragua and what you guys do about it
6: no we do not interesting we have lots of parasites but they didn't give us ivermectin we didn't have a clue about ivermectin when hmm. i came to america uh the family the semi adopted me uh legal guardians they took me to the State Department and I have five parasites and they were freaking out. They have never seen anything like it.
0: <clears throat> so, how did you get they rid all of them?
6: Were like, uh, what they do is they let you swallow a huge capsule that it looks like a horse's capsule. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was in it? I know. I thought I was you know what was in it? I bet it was ivermectin. swallowing that thing.
0: Yeah. So, what ivermectin. happens
6: is that capsule, mm-hmm. that capsule is, it has about five. Of, uh, it looks like a fishing string inside. So you swallow a capsule and they grab the end of the capsule and they attach it to the side of your mouth. And that string has to be inside your your system for five hours. And that, that string, like, you feel like desperate to have that string in your throat, you know, for five hours.
0: Yeah.
6: <clears throat> and uh, And after five hours, you go, you put your hands behind your back, and then lean forward and the doctor start pulling on that string and that string is nice and fat and all the parasites how exciting early in the morning mm-hmm. telling you this That's um, okay so they start they we'll start pulling it. it like if you pull in the the, the rope you know mm-hmm. and uh they pull the string and all the parasites are attached to that string and then they had about five people with a microscopic uh glass labs, they're boom, 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 and they start grabbing some of the, the the string full of the parasites, and they were freaking out. They have five types of parasites that they pull out of my system. Uh, wow. One of them, they were saying, uh, within two years, I would have been dead uh, if we didn't take any actions. Uh, so we uh, we have a lot of parasites in most of the Spanish countries because we're barefooted. it. The water is not safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the food is, we don't wash it, we just eat it, you know. Mm-hmm. So anytime you go to a tennis country like Cuba or Nicaragua, Central or South America, especially Central America, you have to drink bottled water or if not you're going to have stomach sickness uh, from that. When we were in Cuba, we all got sick, all of us. Uh, but uh, when you come back, There's a special pill that you get at the pharmacy and you take that to kill any parasites that you might have uh, eaten with the fruit, with the the vegetables or whatever, you know, salad. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
6: So the best thing is when you go to the Spanish countries like this, try not to eat any fruit or salad or especially the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
6: uh,
1: Or the ice. (laughs) Don't put the ice in your drinks.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The ice. That's what did it to us when we were leaving Cuba. uh Uh, all the whole team eight of us uh they gave us a free day to go shopping and go see the city and all that in vertiente cuba and uh, at the end it was beautiful music cuba music with guitars and all that we went to a fancy place but for us it's very cheap Uh and at the end we said hey let's all have a pina colada virgin because we don't drink alcohol uh-huh. And we forgot about the stinking ice and the piña colada. Guess what? Uh-huh. Everyone was sick. Yep. I'm surprised they let us come all the way to Pensacola. The the people were throwing up in the plane uh, while we were about to take off in Miami, and the pilot sat there sat there with the engine running for 20 minutes until some of our people uh, finished throwing up, <laughs> and the whole People on the plane were disgusted, just, they wanted to get out of the plane. The flight attendant was saying, where in the heck are you people coming from? All of you are Hmm. throwing up. I was throwing up, but it was bad. But uh, you just have to be careful when you go to other countries, Uh, bottle water. If not you also know, I did on the, no the cruise ships, sickness.
1: my cruises to Mexico, yeah, we did bottled water, never never drank, never had ice yeah. in our drinks you know we we drink uh canned stuff, stuff that was uh you know that was not mixed yeah. with anything else, no no containers no nothing, yeah, mm-hmm. same with the food had to be well cooked, but you know what- what cures parasites, I found out recently is garlic, garlic kills parasites,
6: but I don't like garlic
1: I love garlic no but I have to make yeah. sure it's, no, it's no, days no, when no. I'm not going to go see public stuff. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm just hiding here working all day. I can draw myself in garlic. Nobody yeah. cares.
6: <laughs> if you work for the public like me all day long, mm-hmm. you cannot eat garlic. No. Oh, I know you can No.
1: Well, this is why I like being in radio, you know, because it's just me here. So I can, that uh, you know, I have different well, food in yeah. the days when I'm out doing stuff, but the days that I'm home working, ah, I can have all the garlic I want. It's great.
6: And anyway. you know,
0: uh-huh.
6: <laughs> a, lot, a, a lot of the uh, – a lot of the Filipino girls that I dance with, they smell so bad. I mean, the stuff comes to, comes out of the pore. and I'm like, oh, oh it does. I'm, I cannot oh, yeah. handle that smell.
1: Yeah, you got about like 24 to 48 much, hours. So, you, so if you're going to go and be in the public, like, you know, when I hit the gym or things like well, the gym's not so bad because mm-hmm. everybody stinks there. <laughs> but uh, even Zumba, too. Yeah. But yeah it's a, the, the, but the But the thing is, the garlic is a, is a great way to get rid of parasites, you know, amongst other things. It yeah. keeps you healthy. Yeah. So. Let's get back to this. So, so to me, here's the way I look at it. Uh, and this is something I want to talk to uh, Sheriff Johnson about the state of Texas, knowing the colony Ridge is full of illegal aliens, knowing that this is being set mm-hmm. up, paid for and run by the federal government for illegal aliens pretty much. Cause they're getting the money from yeah. somewhere, they're being subsidized that this criminal enterprise uh, is going on right there. Uh, it would be easy for the state of Texas to seize all the property as a criminal enterprise. The same way that you would take mm-hmm. a, a crack house or a meth dealership or you would take a, um, a money laundering place or any, anybody who's engaged in criminal activity, an extortion racket, you know, uh, uh, any kind of drug market, anything like that, you could take that stuff. If like selling illegal guns, you know, employing illegal aliens, any of that kind of stuff. Anything to do with illegal aliens, that's not immigration. That's a criminal issue. Yeah. And yet, the state of Texas hasn't done it. We could do that here in Florida. We could do that in our state. That's why I want to talk to the sheriff. and say, look, this is, you know, do you need a law to do this, or can you do this because uh, you've already got the authority to confiscate, you know, things from uh, from criminals? And the difference with illegal aliens is they have no rights here. And people forget yeah. that. Constitution says we the people of and the United it, States, not we the people of the world, not we the people of whoever you want.
0: Go ahead.
6: And you know, Greg, uh, this governor from Texas, Abbott. Uh, He's as corrupt as the rest because he should have mm-hmm. protected his his uh, his cities, the border. Mm-hmm. He should mm-hmm. have done something, and they're not doing nothing at all. No. All the they could have sealed have the border. Right through. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he could, could have. have.
1: He, he yeah. couldn't seal the U.S. border, but he could certainly seal the Texas border. At least
6: that area.
1: Yeah, I would have yeah. had the entire Texas yeah. National Guard at all the U.S. border exactly. checkpoints. Exactly. And I said, "Look, you yep. can't come in. You can't in I don't care where you go, but you're not coming into Texas. No, you know, all and, these governors—they're
6: the, all in it. You know, I, I'm sorry. Well, that's the problem. Uh, it's, it's nice this it's nice if he is. He should have done something for his people. And and some of mm-hmm. the Texas people that I know, the the they even want to move out of there. And and I know a lot of radical left people are moving there, moving here but they've been voting for for years, and they want to come mm-hmm. and destroy our cities, mm-hmm. our." Our towns are not going to be the same, and they continue voting for the same losers.
1: Yeah, Belize. We're all here for Belize. We're we're going to set up. We're going to get an island. We're going to get an action radio island. We'll find some place in the Bahamas. We'll we'll all move there. We'll live as free people. Bahama mama. Yeah. We'll call it action radio land.
6: Uh, (laughs) Oh, that sounds cute. (laughs) I like that. Well,
1: and here's here's another question, too. Speaking of uh, the Sanctimonious Um, Ron DeSantis has come out saying something that he's never supported before, never even talked about, didn't talk about in Congress, and that is getting rid of what I call birth fraud citizenship. In other words, people who are born on U.S. dirt to foreign nationals. Foreign nationals are not part of the Constitution. They are not part of the United States. They're they're not part of our jurisdiction. We have no uh, ability to grant citizenship to foreign nationals' children. And yet it's done all the time. Now, he's come out against it, but I think it's because of uh, – um, he's just catching the popular wind because it's amazingly popular. Trump made a couple of announcements. Um, in the previous speech, he talked about getting rid of birthright citizenship because there's no such thing. It's not even a, it's not a law. It's certainly not in the Constitution. Constitution says the other. Mm-hmm. But Ron DeSantis seems to be picking up on the bandwagon. He says, well, I want to get rid of uh, you know, birthright citizenship too, or as I call it, birth fraud. Um, have you heard about that? Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that in the news at all?
6: Uh- no, I haven't watched the news much. It's been so busy. My daughter moved back, and I've been helping in the store. Oh, okay. The chicken, mm. It's mm. remodeling the chicken coop. I was inside the coop. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. It's just wow. so much work. Yeah. So is that where your green eggs come from? Chicken.
1: So, which chicken has the green eggs?
6: Mm, I don't know. But mine, they're like green very pretty.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, but one of those, some of them are white and some of them are green
1: have green eggs you gotta duck it somewhere you gotta duck in your chicken coop
6: yes some of them are green yeah Mm
0: well okay i was just curious uh,
6: (laughs) and i also found a lady that has fresh milk fresh Ah. cow's milk oh we're talking raw milk milk,
1: unpasteurized yes okay
6: Mm -hmm. and Mm. she has to and she has to put on the lid of this milk like it's for pets in order for the stupid government not to come and shut her down, you know? So they put a little thing on the label that is not that is for pets uh, to sell the milk. And uh, it's that's very like, tasty. I, I don't get mm-hmm. pimples on my face. I don't have stomach cramps. Uh, that's why, you know, when you and me were kids, we didn't have all this latte and all these. I mean, give me a break. All these allergies and all this stuff that people have is from the vaccines that, that we're getting, uh, uh, like peanut peanut allergy. You know, all there was no such a thing ever. All this is well organized by the system here. Uh, I don't remember people having allergies when I was a child. I was like, and I'm saying that only happened in America. When I came here, well, that's what Robert Kennedy is like talking this.
1: about. Yeah, and what they, what they, there's yeah. two things going on. The seed oils. So in other words, canola oil, soybean oil, all those. Well, I don't know, like. You know, they have, that has plant yeah. estrogen. That's another problem. But all these seed oils, you know, the things that you find everywhere. Uh, I've gotten rid of seed yeah. oils for my diet, and my health has improved. I was pretty healthy to begin with. Uh, that and vitamin D.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My eyesight's improving with vitamin D, which is quite fascinating, too. I will look that up. But get rid of the seed oils. You know, I, you know the, my mayonnaise is avocado oil. It's like 10 bucks a jar, mm-hmm. but it's it's worth it. My health is worth it. I don't care. You know? I don't so, uh,
6: use uh, olive oil. I don't use oil even like that, before when I was younger. Yeah. Apparently no.
1: cooking with olive oil olive. is not good either. Olive oil raw, I guess, is okay. But the minute you cook with it, it changes.
6: No, it's good.
1: Oh, it mm-hmm. is good? Okay. All right. Yeah, olive okay, oil too. is
6: good. Yeah, one of the best.
1: Okay. Well, well coconut yeah.
6: oil is good too.
1: That's yeah, I got to get the no. coconut oil. That's what Chance used to talk about hey, all the time. Hey, by the way, oil. your
6: haircut uh-huh. looks good. <laughs> Thanks. All it's right, for those who don't time. know,
1: I, I got I got a really short haircut. <laughs> yeah, just, everybody else loves it. I'm, I, right. It's too short for me. I'll, I'll love it next month. Well, it grows an inch.
6: No, it's not too short. It's good.
1: I, I look like everybody else. I'm, I don't. I want to be radical. I want to be a rebel. I don't want to look like every other guy.
6: <laughs> That's too funny. So no, uh, I that's good. what happens when a sort you of woman nice cuts my. Yeah,
1: you know, please. I had a new woman cut my hair. So it's something different. I don't like dudes cutting my hair. I like like chicks cutting my hair. It's more fun. Anyway, but uh, mm. she cut it way shorter than I asked for, which is like the worst thing you can do. You know, and it's really good for a short haircut. But it's a typical woman. Yeah. She didn't listen to the guy. You know how this works, right? Women never never listen to men. I'm she did
6: you. a good job though.
1: Yeah, she really uh, did, she did for a, a short haircut. Job. Yeah. Okay. Well, you go send send yeah. your husband there then your husband do?
6: I don't like long hair on men. Men don't have long hair. Men have to have short hair. Women have That's long who? hair.
1: Okay. Well, I don't, I don't want Me. long hair. I don't want girl. I don't want girl hair. But I want. I want. I got to have at least enough to uh, to satisfy my my radical soul. To, uh, the the individual okay. that I am.
0: You're That'll not radical.
1: <laughs> oh great. Now now I get disillusioned okay. and short hair. Okay, fine. All right. I I never hear him anymore. Is he
6: around? He's,
1: he's on live chat right now. He's been typing stuff all morning. Uh, he's oh. not too crazy about my, thro- my, my stand on school choice and closing on the government schools. Um, he's talking oh. about some different things. He says driver's license is state oh. issued. They say, yeah, but they can still put citizenship on it because the state checks. Florida checks citizenship when you get your driver's license. I had to bring in my passport uh-huh. to get my driver's license here in Florida. So they may be state issue, but they can check citizenship, which is national.
6: So, so what uh-huh. do you need to get a driver's license? Because I personally know this illegal guy that just got a license yesterday, and I'm going to find out how did he get a license to drive. Well, it. if it's in he's Santa Rosa driving. County,
1: then they they screwed up. Uh, which which county did they get it in?
6: Uh, he's in Pensacola, and um, he's been driving without a license for two years. Mm-hmm. So he finally got a license yesterday. As uh, illegal? I, I a, a he's an illegal, if it's illegal,
1: it's impossible. Illegal aliens can't get
6: licenses for illegal, yeah. Okay, They're so
1: is it a fraud license? Did they pay somebody, or is there somebody lenient? No. Is it Scambia County or he is it San Rosa County?
6: He went and got he went and got it. So I'm going to ask the details when I see him later today.
1: Yeah. probably Escambia mm-hmm. Escambia is the next county to where we are folks for those of us listening overseas and around the world um, we've got uh, the, the Florida, the northwest corner where we are way up in the panhill near Pensacola the first county when you mm-hmm. cross into uh, Florida from uh, Mississippi excuse me, from uh, Alabama um, is mm-hmm. Escambia County we're the second county in, in Santa Rosa County Escambia is bigger, has more people, has Pensacola, has the Blue Angels, we have, we have all kinds of things here, it's kind of cool here actually um, so it's a nice yeah. county, but it's getting too crowded. But if you go up to the northern part of the county up near Jay, there's plenty of land up there. There's all the farmers up there.
6: I all know the I, I I should sell Got my to... house in Milton, which is a gorgeous home here by the water, but yeah. I, I want some land. I want to be able we'll to Jay some my house.
1: Get up to Jay, get yourself farmland up there mixed with all the other rednecks, you have a great time. It's fun up in Jay. It's a good place.
6: Oh man,
0: though. It's, it's
1: one family owns. I went up there for Matt Gates Rally. Uh, so Matt Gates had a rally a couple of weeks oh, ago and yeah. still trying to get him back on the show. Uh-huh. But I got to talk to him personally, you know, finally, uh, you know, as opposed to yeah, no gatekeepers, finally. no staff, no, no intervening minions, nothing like that. Good. And he sounded like he wanted to come back on the show. I mean, I talked to him about our constitutional amendment um, to uh, to take away the power of Congress to borrow money. And, of course, he laughs and he laughed in front of the crowd and says, mm-hmm. you know, Greg never lets realism get in the way of, uh, of one of his ideas. I said, OK, well. Okay, Mr. Smartass Congressman. I didn't say that, but you know, I'm thinking, all right, fine. So I, talk, so I talked to him after the meet. I said, look, hmm. I, said, I know this isn't going to pass Congress until we have a consensus of people first. And that's what I was talking about with uh, Jenny and uh, um, our two folks this morning, the two women this morning. You know, They talk about that yeah. the, the laws don't work. You know, it's like, well, yeah, we kind of have to make them work. But you don't go to the government first with the laws because they're not going to pass it. They're, they're beholden to their lobbyists, especially just in the global deep state. So you go to the people first, but that takes money. And this is where we need, you know, and it takes other talk show hosts. So here's a question too. So how come, you know, I've been on a bunch of different shows. I've had Peter Navarro, Christina Bob, uh, Ed Dowd, uh, Brandon Stratta. I've had all these folks on the show from all different walks of life, powerful public figures, Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone. Not one of them, except for Judy Mikovits. Judy Mikovits is the only one. We've carried our legislation out there to every meeting that she goes to, every public conference. Not one of the rest of them, plus all the talk shows I've been on, not one of those folks has taken up the mantle and done anything with our citizen legislation. I don't understand that. It's like we give them the solution. All we ask them to do is is tell their audience and ask their audience to to share the links with Congress and other media. That's it. It doesn't cost anything. There's no meetings. And yet they won't do it. You put the solutions right in front of their face. And they and just yeah. – you would think that the, if they were real conservatives – this is why I did this thing Monday, uh, yesterday, on the fact that conservatism is dead, had that whole article I went through. And, and mm-hmm. the guy's calling for – I'm going to get in touch with him. He's calling for – he says conservatives and, and Republicans and uh, America Firsters, I say they can't keep doing what they're doing. you know. Instead of believing in limited government, they actually have to use government. That's what we want to do, use government to impose freedom. Yeah. You know, and so uh, through the constitutional process, of course, but we're we're advocating for freedom, but they, it's like they don't want it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they just mm-hmm. want to do their talk show and make their money and get their advertisers and, you know, go sit in the boat and drink beer, you know, on the weekends. But they, they, it's like, it's like Braveheart. You know, we gave you a free country. We showed you how to show you how to get a free country. And all you have to do is the easy part, sharing the bills and sharing the shows. That's the easy part. We do the hard part. I work don't know. Here.
6: I just. Guess- I guess we have to give it to the right person, and I don't know because we have given it to important people, like you just said, but yes, Judy Mikovich is mentioning uh, action radio uh how to write your laws yeah, yeah she's, she's the only the one, one. mhm, I
0: seen
6: it in uh, yeah. uh, in Nashville she was uh, mentioning it,
1: yeah, I and mean, she actually talks about the bill right there. she puts the the link right up there on the screen. I have to just take a picture of it with yourself. Yes, she cool. did. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. get easier than that, you know. So yeah. she's doing all the right stuff, and nobody know. else is. I don't understand it. So this is this is one of the things we need mm-hmm. to uh, uh, we need to investigate and find out about. Yeah. Okay. So we have about five minutes before uh, Michael Volpe joins us. Anything on your mind that uh, we haven't I covered that have we should? To,
6: uh, I might have to finish a little early because I have to go get food for the chickens before I open the store. I
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Well, I, I, was, I haven't, I haven't I played know. my. Uh, my announcements, commercials, yet. So if you want to uh, go now, give yourself a plug. I'll yeah. play that stuff, and then we'll get Michael at the top of the hour. And That'd I'll be, great. be
6: listening to Michael. I'm I'm waiting for what he has to say about uh, his report today. Mm-hmm. He's good. I like him. Well, and this will well, be different, is different because Michael usually
1: does. He usually does family law, so this is kind of a. You know, I'm 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 surprised I didn't
6: see this different. article
1: or he didn't tell me about it. Yeah. Anyway, back to you. I'm sorry.
6: Yeah, that's good. All right, Greg. Nice talking to you and to our audience. And uh, don't forget to support us so we can continue on the air. Uh, this is Josie, and you can find me at Ruth Uniform Shops. If you need any uniform, honey, or eggs, we got it. Ciao, Bianchi. Yeah. <laughs> like well, he there. says you're the he That's says you're right. the best.
1: So uh, so he's got you there too. Well, it looks like Michael's on the line <laughs> okay. early, so so I'll play my announcement later. Uh, and
6: hello to Marcos too, Marco.
1: Marco in the Netherlands. Yeah, he's listening in.
6: Yeah. we got a
1: couple of people. we got Marco. Yeah. we got uh, someone else. I like else, that uh...
6: name, Marco. Hey, Marco.
1: Yeah, it sounds really okay, Dutch, bye doesn't bye it? Bye. <laughs> okay. Ciao. Let me just play one thing, and then we'll bye get bye to, bye. Uh, to Michael. All right. Take care, okay. Josie. Action Radio. Part of the ADHD Radio Network. The ultimate free speech zone. to the answers no one has thought to consider, to the actions no one has dared to take. That is Action Radio. And since you called in early, I'll skip my announcements and, and play them later. And let's welcome back one of our favorites on the show, Michael Volpe. Been a while, dude. How you doing? Pretty
5: good.
1: How's it going with you? Oh, things are just booming here like crazy. We've got The audience is growing. The countries are growing. Uh, I just checked the map a couple of days ago. Jordan is now listening to us. Uh, we're in Cuba. We're in Sri Lanka. We're in the Solomon Islands. We're in weird places. Uh, still trying to get in Taiwan mm-hmm. and Ukraine. Those are countries that seem to be avoiding us right now. But uh, our biggest audience outside the United States is England, which is like 5% of our audience, which is pretty huge considering the different sizes of the mm-hmm. countries. So I'm trying to get a hold of uh, Nigel Farage and bring it there. Uh, We already brought the country, we already brought uh, uh, an Australian Bill of Individual Rights to um, Australia with one of the freedom uh, folks we had down there, Jen Clark. And we got Marco who's joining us pretty much every day now in the Netherlands. He always types in. He's on live chat. So things are going really well. Uh, But the the big problem still continues. People are not sharing the shows or sharing the bills. It's like we write the bills that, uh, you know, provide the freedom and then folks aren't, they're just not, they're doing the one thing we can't do for them. We should share the shows and shed the bills in enough numbers to have us be a political force here in the country. So that's Mm -hmm. the biggest issue I'm working on right now. So what have you been doing?
5: Right. You can find those laws at writeyourlaws.com. Those proposed laws. I can probably plug that
1: that more often. (laughs) Writeyourlaws.com, W-R-I-T-E-Y-U-R-L-A-W-S. Yeah. And, again, we build the public consensus first. You know, we get it to media. Uh, Hopefully talk show hosts. We're having a problem with talk show hosts. They're not even carrying it. You would think that conservative talk mm-hmm. show hosts, America first talk show hosts, would be some of the biggest people out there saying, hey, here's an issue and here's a solution. But they don't do the solution mm-hmm. part. They just talk about the issue. It's like, I call it raising mm-hmm. complaining to an art form. They're fine on complaining, right. but they refuse to do even the simplest thing. You know, and mm-hmm. like, I, like I tell people, it doesn't cost money. You don't have to go to a meeting. You don't have to invest in anything. Mm-hmm. You don't have to carry signs. There's no protest. You're not in the hot sun. All you're doing is going on your computer and sharing the links to our shows and our bills to media and government. It couldn't be simpler. And yet, that's our biggest problem right now.
5: Right.
0: Hmm.
5: Okay. So we're going to talk about a, uh, a development in Texas that is a magnet for illegal aliens.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: All right. Yeah, this so, is fascinating. Uh, I will... I will
1: well, I wrote you wrote this it. article in 2021, and, and you never told me because I, I, I associate you with family law for the most part. And you got this great article here on this well, colony ridge. You beat everybody by a couple of years because we never heard of it un, until recently. So this is good work.
5: Yeah. How did How did you guys hear about it? Because uh, the the press on it was pretty intense in 2021. But uh, what what How'd you find out about it?
1: Um. There was uh, I started with, I started looking it up I looked up illegal alien centers in the United States and the Center for Immigration Studies published an article by Todd Bensman Oh I saw a report Oh I did not know how I heard about it One American News had Tom, Todd Bensman on That's B E N S M um, A N Who's one of the, uh, the I guess the senior writers at the Federalist and he wrote an article for Center mm-hmm. for Immigration Studies That's Mark Krikorian's. Organization um, May first, twenty twenty three. So this is a couple months ago. And then I looked it up, and then I found your article just in the um, it came up in the search. I was like, whoa, Michael! Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. When, when did you get involved right, so, in illegal but,
1: alien uh, politics and things? This is great. So I was really impressed. So I had to, I had I, to ask you back to talk I, about I, it.
5: How did you get I've involved? Done on, I, I've done stuff on, I've done stuff on illegal aliens before, but uh-huh. I, 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 am a fan of uh, Wayne Fino who is very good investigative reporter out of uh, the Houston area. And,
1: yeah, that video's um, great. The he, video on your article is fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> it's hysterical. Yeah.
5: yeah, so he he actually, he was doing uh, a series of stories on it. Uh, and there's a lot to it. Uh, and I, I contacted him and he he gave me some leads on ways for me to write the article. And then I was writing for the American conservative at the time, and I wrote an article for the American conservative. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that made the article really good was I got the the Colony Ridge is like a a growing, massive development, and, uh, and they cater to illegal aliens. Of course, they didn't say that to me. Uh, in fact, here... <laughs> Um, of no, course not I, that say to anybody, their, their attorney yeah. and, and then I'll explain it and then I'll tell yeah. you so their attorney not only did their attorney give me some statements but then it's run by the Harris family then Trey Harris also mm-hmm. gave me some statements so I was able to mix a lot of different things in but Colony Ridge has nothing in its advertising that targets a person without legal status to be in the United States. Colony Ridge does have a large percentage of Latinos living and buying property in their subdivision. Colony Ridge is a for-profit company and seeks to maximize shareholder wealth. It is true that the Houston area has a huge shortage of affordable housing. Colony Ridge has found the Latino community is underserved in regards to affordable housing. The company does use Spanish language ads as part of its marketing efforts, but there is nothing in those advertisements that targets a person without legal status. And, so they are obfuscating. They're, they have loans. They Colony Ridge does the loans for a lot of these properties and their loans don't require the same type of documentation that a regular loan does, meaning you never have to p- provide a social security number and other things that a legal person would have to provide. So in that way, it targets illegal mm-hmm. aliens. Obviously, they wouldn't Put it in their adverts. Well, not obviously, but they would. It's not necessarily a surprise that that they say if you're an illegal alien, you should come to us. But when your loans don't require things like a social security number or even a credit score, who are you targeting? Of course, you're targeting illegal aliens, (laughs) and of course, they know there are millions of them in the Houston area. So. Uh, And then what they do is because obviously these are loans that no one else does. They're at exorbitant rates. And and again, Colony Ridge uh, challenged that. They didn't believe they were predatory loans, but look, they can charge whatever they want because the people applying couldn't get a loan anywhere else because they were illegal aliens and no one else would provide them loans. Um, And so uh, they, the other thing is that that this Harris family's extremely politically connected. So the, which part, the, um, the county there just constantly approved for them to expand County Ridge to ridiculous rates and tens of thousands of people are living in these, uh, dilapidated communities and it's messing with the towns near them. And, Hmm. uh, the biggest victim of this is a town called Plum Grove, which was at about a thousand people when all of this started. It was down to 400 when Wayne started to uh, to um, to investigate. And part of it is that, that the the biggest road, Plum Grove Road, that leads into town has seen so many more cars that it's become dilapidated. Well, you know, who are you going to get to live in your town when the road leading to it uh, is basically non-functioning? And then nearby Splendor, the police department has, and I'm quoting from my article, has seen an explosion of traffic stops where drivers had no license or insurance. Well, who do you think that is? (laughs) Is that illegal in Texas?
1: Does Texas require insurance?
5: Right, right. Okay. Tech, of course, they require... Oh, I don't know if they require insurance, but they do. I, I'm not gonna, most California states did. do. Florida does. California did. Yeah. Right. M- most states do. However, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if they require it, but they are. Obviously, they require a license. But who? Ninety-nine out of a hundred. If you don't have a license or insurance, what type of a driver are you? Obviously, an illegal alien. So. And then the schools, you know, there, there's an explosion of kids that are going to these schools, and they don't speak English. And so what's happening, the property taxes go up, and this is all to serve this politically connected family, the Harris family. So they are making out like gangbusters. And what they do is that these loans are so predatory that you pay it, great. You don't pay it, we'll take over, we'll give somebody else the same loan. They they make out whether you're able to pay it back or not. Uh, so the Harris family is making out. The areas around it are are going to hell. Um, they they have all kinds of problems with drainage. They have all kinds of problems with with crime. They have all kinds. Well, who of Who the problems illegals going to complain to?
1: The illegals can't complain.
5: They're illegal. Yeah, they have you? If they're not living in in Colony Ridge, where are they living? So mm-hmm. you, of course, they're catering to the illegal alien community. How else would you describe it if you have loans that don't require a social security number? So, um, and so that's basically the the uh the setup. I I didn't I stopped following it at some point, so I don't mm-hmm. know how it was resolved. And the other thing is. The, the Harris family has given us oh, a lot of money. But, right, no, Tom, it, well, of uh, course it's still there, but I don't know if they stopped building. Oh, no, uh, no it's bigger. Least, uh, um, so, yeah, the yeah. video. Well, the,
1: go to Tom Benson, I think it is. Look at his tweets. Uh, he mm-hmm. actually tweeted. He flew over the place in an airplane and took pictures. He's got a movie of it. It's huge. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. bigger than when you yeah, reported on it two yeah. years ago. Yeah.
5: Yeah, no, it's massive, and it's be and, and the Harris family's given a lot of money to Greg Abbott, and Abbott's done uh, good work on illegal alien, and illegal immigration, but he is turning a blind eye to this, and you know, and he's getting money from the family. So what are we supposed to think? Huh. Uh, that he is against illegal immigration? I know he's a corrupt politician.
1: <laughs> he's been bought. Right, I like, well, he's been unless, bribed and
5: bought. unless yeah. uh, unless someone's. Who gives you a lot of campaign funds is benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, and it's it's destroying the area. It's destroying the towns around it. And mm-hmm. yeah, and, and they they don't it, they there are police forces around, uh, Colony Ridge. But as you said, you know, how often do you think an illegal alien is going to report a crime? So the yeah. so crime is up. Domestic violence is up. But just being here is a crime.
1: But just being here is a crime for illegal aliens. So, so you know, and this this ridiculous thought that we have to uh, deport the illegal aliens for committing crimes. Just being here is a crime. So what I'm curious about is why the county sheriff hasn't arrested all these people. Arrested the Harris family for for uh, facilitating illegal aliens to be here, uh, and everybody they're associated with aiding and abetting, and, and why they haven't seized the companies that are employing these people. And that's how you deal with it. Right. If, you, not, if all the illegal aliens sure are in they're... one place, I mean, how hard is it to, uh, to round them up and kick them across the border? I mean, they're all right there in, in right. the city.
5: Right. right. They, as I said, the, the Harris family has a, a significant amount of pull in that area.
1: Give a felony. They're bringing you know, illegal well, aliens no into the question. country and giving a place to live. This is a felony.
5: Right. They're, they're not, aiding and abetting not, a crime. I don't know if they're bringing them into the country. Are oh, they not bringing them? They're, they're making
1: it possible for them to stay. It's the same as a company that Correct. hires illegal aliens. That's illegal. It's, it's illegal to yeah. to knowingly, you know, create a situation where illegal
0: aliens but can linger and take their money. They're,
5: they're not doing anything knowingly. Uh, oh. their, their loans mm-hmm. cater to illegal aliens, but they they don't know if anyone is actually illegal. But they're giving a loan that only an illegal would want because it's a lot more expensive but on the flip side you're not presenting a uh any kind of a social security number or, or a credit score so well just not taking credit that's into. that's
1: another that's a, well that's a huge clue first of all no commercial bank would or no bank would do that no bank's can well, do it except in the a 2008 private,
5: scandal it's a private yeah. it's so a they're funding it privately private,
1: right you know this reminds me it's like well, a company town
5: they are giving the loan Right. They are the ones giving the loan. So um it's they but look they win no matter what. If you yes. pay the loan back, they're paying ten, twelve, fourteen percent. Obviously mm-hmm. they make tons of money on that. If you don't, they they take your property, they give the loan to, they give the property to someone else with the same exorbitant rate. Uh they're making money either way and then uh one of the things that Wayne found was that of the foreclosures in that county, I think it was 97% were from County Ridge. Now what County Ridge told me is, yeah, that is accurate, Mm -hmm. but we're also 90 some percent. They play are They're saying they're, they're the primary part of the, of the lending to begin with. So it's 97%. They're saying that's not, that's misleading because we're the primary lender. So, who else would it be um, but uh, tons of uh, of foreclosures there uh, tons of all kinds of problems there, and you you're you're essentially wiping out this small town, plum Grove, where some of the people in plum grove their families have lived there since the Civil War, so um, it, it creates all kinds of massive problems the, this county ridge mm-hmm. and uh, Nobody is stopping it because they donate to every politician they need to donate the harris family that is it's all return on investment they're they're, they're handing out money to the right politicians all these politicians well, that, the that's like way. the mafia
1: you know bribing uh you know police officials not to arrest mm-hmm. them it's the same kind of thing it's corruption mm-hmm. it's, it's racketeering mm-hmm. so they should be arrested under racketeering well, they're facilitating illegal aliens they well, know they're illegal aliens in fact here's what i found interesting too so i'm looking at this and i actually looked up uh, Colony Ridge, you know, on, online, and I found this rather boring website. It says Colony Ridge, find property for sale. It's pretty boring. And then you see this thing, Terranos mm-hmm. Houston, and it says Say Habla Espanol, and you click on Terranos Houston, and then the next website that pops up is this beautiful Spanish with the hot chick and the whole bit, and they got the family pictures, and they've got these great uh, pictures of these places to live, and it's all. And Josie translated for us; she was on the previous hour, and they got this pretty expensive website. I mean, this thing's huge. You know, it's got pictures, yeah, it's no, got movies, uh, it's got the whole bit. Did they ever send that to you, or no?
5: You did look. They you didn't, but that that's not, it now. not surprising. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it, County Ridge is a major operation. I don't. If you want to target Latinos, that's marketing. But yeah. uh, and so if, if you want to make it in Spanish, I, I, nobody. I don't have a problem with that. No one should have a problem with that. That's marketing. I don't care that it's Spanish. care
1: that they're they're soliciting illegal aliens to live there.
5: Correct. You know, when why would you have a Spanish website? Living, well, if you have a lot of people who are Spanish speaking, you want to have a Spanish website. But that's that's not the problem. The problem is the loans. The loans don't require the same kind of documentation that any other loan would require so that it mm-hmm. only caters to one type of person. Look, when I was doing mortgages, uh, there weren't a lot of these, but there were some of these loans that are called I-TIN loans. And I-TIN loans, they are international tax ID number, and it's crazy. I don't even know if the, the IRS still does this, but if you don't have okay. a Social Security number... You can yep. go and get one of these ITNs from Let the IRS and pay taxes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: this is what I do now. Okay, so this was set up under Bill Clinton. This is a way for illegal aliens to buy their way into citizenship. It's a total corrupt uh, crock is what it really is. It stands for Individual Tax Identification Number, I-T-I-N. And this is created mm-hmm. so that illegal aliens specifically could because the IRS wants the tax money. But illegal aliens can't pay taxes because they can't be here. They're not entitled to government services. Mm-hmm. They have no constitutional protection. They're not part of this country. And and yet the Bill Clinton set up this program, which still exists, by the way, uh, and this mm-hmm. is a way for folks to get mortgages, to get driver's licenses, and it's all completely illegal. So I proposed to the Trump administration, mm-hmm. I wrote this in my Substack article, that you just take all the ITIN numbers and use that to seize all the assets, the homes, the cars, the businesses, the bank accounts, the credit cards, everything else, make it impossible for illegal aliens to live here, and they will go because they won't have anything.
5: right. Right. They, uh, it, it, the, anyone in this country, legally or not, is entitled to our protections. But oh, uh, the let, way it's let's talk about up, that. Can,
1: let's talk about that.
5: Right. Well, they no. You. They are. You. You don't. You don't. I. Uh, you don't get to violate somebody's due process because they're not here legally. But. Uh, sure but. Uh, the way the way i tin's were set up is you can't do that but well the there were i tin loans there there weren't many banks who did them but who mm-hmm. who's getting an i tin loan if not an illegal alien so it was uh creating a uh another magnet for illegal aliens that's for sure but um and so that was the equivalent but that was this is it goes farther this doesn't even require that kind of a number. So, mm-hmm. and, and as I said, but on the flip side, it's ten, twelve, fourteen uh, percent interest rates. So, you know, they, the Harris family, that is, uh, challenge that this is uh, predatory. And of course, no, predatory doesn't have one specific definition. But it, certainly, the loan rates are much higher. But mm-hmm. of course, they're higher. <laughs> You're you're you've got people who can't provide a social security number, so um, so they're catering to that one specific group, and then uh, on top of it, every time they want to expand the development, they go to the the county government, which is essentially bought off, and they let them expand it, and it's causing problems to the towns next door. As I said, to to the irrigation, to the school district. everything. It's just it's completely changing around that area.
1: There we go. I just mute myself for a second. There's another problem, too, uh, and that's the illegal aliens in schools. Uh, There was a Supreme Court decision called Plyler v. Doe, which I've done entire shows on, uh, that says that illegal aliens have to have their education paid for by American taxpayers. Well, the Supreme Court has no authority to authorize that because that's that's both amnesty Mm -hmm for illegal aliens and foreign aid. And they can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so that's an illegal decision yeah. by the court. And so the one things we need to fight there is, and this is the way, because we had this fight here in Santa Rosa County. In fact, I had the, the, the superintendent of schools in a meeting, a Republican mm-hmm. committee meeting here. And, and I told her, I said, look, I, said, I asked her how many, how, this is Karen Barber, I don't know if she's still the head of, uh, of the schools here mm-hmm. in Santa Rosa County. But I asked her in front of everybody, I said, how many illegal aliens do you have in the schools? And she said, I, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't ask. I said, of course you can ask. Illegal aliens can't be here. Why, why wouldn't you want to know how many illegal aliens are in the schools, and why wouldn't the taxpayers know how many illegal aliens they're paying for illegally? So we can't ask that. The Supreme Court right. has ruled, and they brought probably out right, so right. people that actually know the case. And I said that decision is right. illegal. They cannot require Americans right. to pay foreign aid you're, to illegal you're, aliens you're... or them to give amnesty.
5: Right. You'd you'd have those kids not get an education because their parents I don't
1: brought care. them here. Well, I, but they don't get well, an don't education at taxpayer you, expense, you
5: but they can't be here. You wouldn't destroy the lives of millions of kids because their parents brought them here illegally. Wait, 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 wait. Um, so who, who,
1: so yeah. who committed yeah, no, the crime you would, then? You, would, so, well, hold look, you think, think
5: they no the rights. You think that, 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 that they shouldn't get anything. Anyone in this country, legally or not, has rights. Period, well, let's talk about that. that let's you're
0: talk about that. All right.
5: So what? what hold on. So you can just arrest them, throw them in jail, not give them a trial, and hold them indefinitely?
1: No, I don't hold can them. You can do that if they're here. Anybody or, who's here or, legally yeah, a gets deported. That's easy, Michael.
5: Right. There's a process for deportation. But if, a, if an illegal alien is arrested for a crime, do they have rights? Do they, do they get a lawyer? Like a non-illegal alien? Do they get a trial? Do they have rights?
1: That's an interesting question. I would say no, and I'll tell you why. The reason oh, I said that they have no rights is because constitutional – wait a minute. Hold on, Michael. Let me finish. Let me ask you a question. It's a good question. Constitutional rights rights apply to American citizens, and the reason is very simple because the Constitution Actually, says we – wait, wait. Hold citizens. on. Hold on. Let me finish. I'll give you a chance. We got, we got yeah, the whole you rest know what? of the hour.
5: I lived in this country legally for six years before I was an American citizen. I can assure you the, the same rights that apply to everyone else before I became an American citizen apply uh-huh. to me.
1: Where are you from? Where were you yeah, no,
5: that? from Russia. I we lived in the cool. U.S. for six years uh-huh. legally uh-huh. before we became citizens. Every right that an American citizen had, I had.
1: But no, that's not true. My, you, couldn't uh, I, you couldn't vote. And you well, couldn't vote.
5: Well,
1: we couldn't vote. No, I mean, there's a few rights that we didn't have. All right, okay. we, there's
5: All a few rights. Right. But, right. right.
1: but the point is, you. But there's a difference between a. And I was a. I was on a green card too. I got here when I was 12 years old. I got my citizenship at 21. Right. So I was here for nine years well, before I got my citizenship. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do my math right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And so,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm terrible at math anyway. But the point is that uh, but at, once you're admitted to the country as a permanent resident, you have all the rights of American citizens except and voting. And the, and the, so, so right. those folks do have rights. But you've got to separate that from illegal aliens, which have no rights because they were not invited in. They have no permission right. to stay. They, they have no they legal have status. Right. They're not immigrants. They
5: have...
1: They're just here.
5: Right. They, they have...
1: But they don't have, they have rights. rights. No, they don't. Yeah, no, everyone
5: no. in this country has rights. You can't just so, – So if
1: just, you walk you in – wait a minute, wait a minute. this is an important point. If you walk into this country illegally okay, to a place that you cannot be in, how do you have rights in a place that you cannot be in?
5: Because everyone in the country has rights. You're not, not allowed true. to rape an illegal, an illegal alien.
1: You don't well, that'd be a committing a crime. That would be, be an American committing that crime, right? But 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 the right. illegal well, aliens themselves well, 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 have well, no you're rights because they saying, have no status you're here. You're saying
5: the illegal alien has no rights, so you right. could rape the illegal alien and no, that's not true.
1: Not no, no, no. I'm not oh, saying you can commit God. crimes against illegal aliens. What I'm saying is oh, that well, the, then in, they have wait rights. hold on, hold on. No, it's a totally different well, question. Then they have but uh, but the illegal aliens themselves have no status here. They right. have no rights. They cannot be here. And what because I'm saying is you cannot no rights. grant
5: uh, rights if it, if to people. If you have no rights, then you can right. rape an illegal alien. And get that's a not, not true.
1: It. That's a, that's a have disingenuous rights. argument. And you, Michael, that's have a,
5: those, they, you would have those Michael. kids not go to school. You'd create millions of completely uneducated people.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Why, uh, why would you send illegal not aliens, not aliens to school crazy. here? Why would you send illegal aliens that can't be here to school because here? What's the purpose of that?
5: What do you... You, what, do you, what do you think? that These people aren't going to leave just because you don't send them to school. So no, you deport kids them. So those are not going to get any kind of education. Oh, you they deport get education them. at home, hey, in their home country. You get 20 million of them. We're Michael, never going to deport they get, education,
1: them they get an education in their home country. They're yeah, yeah,
5: I know. There's 20 million of them. You're not going to deport them all. So what sure you're you doing is creating a complete... Yeah, sure you are. All right.
1: well, no, you make it impossible country. for them to live here. You take their homes, you you take their cars, uh, you take their property, you take their bank accounts, you take everything that they own, you make it impossible for them to live here, and they will go.
5: Most of them don't have bank accounts. Uh, But, yeah, no, you just seize people's property, I'm I'm sure. Absolutely.
7: (laughs) You know, here's the thing Uh, here. I'm a natural-born American black with a long-standing history in this country. Illegals should not be going to my school district that I paid for. I don't give a damn about the bleeding heart. They are illegal, and they got to right. go. What they right. should do is you, deputize you think, you think to, the kids, point them out. You think the
5: kids Regardless, were, were we're sir, what you say?
7: they not going to my school district that I pay taxes for, and they haven't paid a dime. And then you got right. the federal government providing aid to the country that they are running from, and aid is supposed to alleviate the problem that they are having. Now, if they don't express their civic duties to rot out the corruption in their country, whereas that aid is not being applied the way it should be, that's not my responsibility. I have my own true responsibility that I am obligated to. but right. But
5: right. right. I, I think it's a separate issue. Uh, in any case, let me let me read about what what's happening in the school districts near uh, near County Ridge. Residents uh-huh. of a district that for years registered negligible growth now grapple with jam-packed roads in the morning and afternoons, particularly around the district's current sole high school, middle school, and two elementary schools. Many residents resent the hefty fiscal burden that has accompanied the growth and its direct correlation with the arrival of new residents with both lawful and unlawful status in Houston, El Norte. Since 2015, taxpayers in Cleveland ISD, that's a school district, have approved over $300 million in bonds issued to finance construction of three new elementary schools, a new middle school, expansion of the district's high school, multiple portable classrooms, and new administrative offices. Approval of the last $198 million school bond in November 2019 was by a narrow margin, 720 in favor, 613 against. Uh, and so that's what that's what it's creating you know, in the well, area. Let
7: me give you another example. Let me give you an example. There's been several cases. One was in Ohio, and I think the other was on the East Coast, where a black female had lived, in an adjacent school district, enrolled her child in a school district where her father lived, and she didn't live there. She went to jail over that. Yes. They called it theft. Yes. It was a couple yes. of cases like this where people register their children in school districts that they don't live in, and what's the big deal? Because they're not paying taxes in that school. These are Americans mm-hmm. that done this. Right. So right. it's
5: wrong. Any, anyone people that anyone come from outside the a, country right, that are right. illegal. Anyone anyone living in an apartment isn't paying taxes to the school district. I. Uh, but also, if these here sure uh, they, they are, they're paying their rent, Michael. Are, no, they're paying their rent. Apartment owner pays taxes pay, to the school the district. That's not a tax. that's not a tax. The rent goes to the landlord. The landlord is paying taxes on to the school district. The money but it's, for...
7: it's Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. I was a code official for a village in St. Louis County. The money that goes mm-hmm. toward the school district, it goes to the landlord, and it's reflected in the rent that they pay.
5: Right. Right. In any case, if the illegal alien is using a bomb address, then you can go after them for that but uh, but they do have an address that's in the school district if they're doing it right so the, the the it's two separate issues but if you want millions of of kids to never get an education then you know, implement your oh, Michael, plan. You're never Michael, going let me, let me jump in you that's never going Michael. To, Michael. 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 Hold
1: on. Let me let me make a point here. The yeah.
7: Well, uh, the question is too: How are they get driver's license and how are they showing financial responsibility when they're not supposed to be in the country working at all? Insurance companies should well, not be insuring them. You have right, to have. You right. have to be able to show financial responsibility. In in all the states that I know of, and that requires insurance. Either you are posting a CD with the Department of Motor Vehicle or getting a bond. And either of those last three, the illegal should be able to do. Right. I
5: as as the uh, as the numbers of Splendora show. I don't think most of them have
7: a uh, driver's
5: license or insurance. Um, but well, Obama
7: wanted them to get a driver's license
5: because well, he used uh, the old blue you hard plea dish to work. You should take that up with former President Obama, not me. I don't support the uh, every I don't support the illegal alien agenda. However, if you're saying don't even allow these kids to go to school, you're just creating millions of of Wait a minute, Michael. Here's here's the funny you argument, Michael. Michael, you're assuming who that who will become criminals. Michael, you're, you're, Michael, a, you're, you're making assumptions, assumption, Michael. Will, the, the Michael. The most brilliant part is when you say you're going to deport 20 million people.
0: You're Wait minute, hold on a second. No,
1: I'm not delusional. You can do it very easily. You just make it impossible to live here. But here's the point you're missing. Michael, you're missing you
7: point. Here's another case. Here's another issue. Here, here's another issue. Refugees. Hang go on ahead. for a break, okay? All right, go ahead. Michael, refugees are allowed to come to this country. Refugees, not even citizens of the country. And they can go to a state college and pay, if they pay, resident fees But well, my child, my grandson, coming from an adjacent state when they go to that state college, they have to pay out-state tuition, which is usually double. They are, my grandson, a U.S. citizen, that is totally wrong, and it needs to stop. Okay. Well, you,
5: can, you, can, you can fix that, but if you don't allow kids to go to school, you're just creating millions of future criminals. And if you think you can deport 20 million people, you're delusional.
1: Okay. Well, well I let
7: tell me, you uh, what, we can make it awful hard ahead. for them. And you see, you're talking about the problems that it's creating to them for not uh, for not going to school. Yeah, what do you, you think you is going through our school million, district? Wait a minute. A let me tell you something. Let, you're, not getting all, you're not putting all the points across. See, they always complain about black kids speaking Ebonics. But when you bring illegals in here and you have English as a second language, well, that takes away from the black kids being able to utilize English in the proper way and have the
5: programs
7: and properly funded. That's where the problem Mm -hmm. comes in.
5: Yeah. All right. Your guys' plan would create millions of future criminals. Wait a minute. Here's the flaw in your argument, Michael.
1: Michael the flaw in your argument is you're assuming that these kids are going to stay here for their whole life and you can't assume that because they can't be here they're the, they are the uh, responsibility of their yeah. parents so you deport the parents and the kids go with them mm-hmm. I don't fault the kids for being here it's not yeah. their fault the kids. kids okay? but what I'm yeah. saying is the parents committed the crime and we cannot perpetuate this to allow yeah. other parents to keep generation after generation bringing their kids in yeah. because of the excuse well we have to educate them the only reason to educate people is so they become productive members of society but illegal aliens can't do yeah. that because yeah. they don't to be here yeah. they need to be productive yeah. members Wait a minute. Let me finish.
5: You are, you are Michael, let so me finish. I'll meet you. Michael, finish. You're never going to have cover.
1: So, all right. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to make my point here. All right. So let me just, let me, Michael, just hold on for a second. Let me make my point. Okay. This is, this goes back to Playa Doe. This goes back to the original argument by uh, Judge Brennan, who said that we have to educate people so that they will be, you know, productive members of society, but they cannot be productive members of society until they go home and apply to the country legally to come in here. So this is the point I'm trying to make. So the only way you can, you can justify educating millions of illegal aliens is that you've already justified that they get amnesty and they can stay here. And you can't say that. That's the problem. So it's a fundamental flaw in your argument that the illegal aliens cannot be here. Therefore, there's no reason to educate people that cannot be here. They have no rights here because they cannot be here. You can't have rights that you can't be in a place that you can't be in. That's what I'm saying. So so your argument that you have to educate people so that they, they don't become criminals is crazy because they still can't be here. All right, I'm going to bring you back on.
5: You're, you're ahead, delusional. Michael. You're you're I'm delusional. You're never actually going to have the government because, not, because you are such a minority in terms of your position that's going to – that's going to fulfill this anyway. They're here. They're not leaving. You're never going to deport twenty some so, uh, so you're pro
1: crime. So you're pro illegal aliens. What saying? No, no,
5: I'm not pro. Well, what you need to do is start yeah, taking this, the assets is, away from. This is the typical. You're pro this. You're pro really? that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pro. I'm pro realism. But you, if you want to, if you want to control the border, you do it at the border. But the The idea that uh, that you don't provide education for millions of kids is lunacy. But look, the a no, problem. Uh, yeah, it is. Wait a minute. Wait you're, a minute. Does, does Honduras provide education for you're, American kids? You're does, well, let me you're ask you, Michael. Michael, kid stop. Kid Michael, Michael, I have a question for you. I can mute you
1: again. All right. Let me let me, let me mute him again. Okay. So my question is, does Honduras have to educate American kids, especially illegal alien Mexican kids, in Honduras? And the answer would be no. So Michael, name one country, right. that, that, educates name one country that educates American illegal kids. Name one country that educates American illegal kids. Go ahead.
5: Right. I, don't the, know what,
1: on, I don't know what I don't
5: know what I don't know what Honduras does. It doesn't matter. You got a, you got millions of kids here, and your plan is don't give them any education. It's, no your plan brilliant. would get you're, millions you're more kids here. You are a genius, Greg. What you're <laughs> going to do is create millions of criminals.
1: Wait a minute, no, I'm not, because they're not going to be here.
5: Yeah, yeah I'm I'm creating I'm actually solving you're solving the not criminal problem. You're creating millions of kids. You're creating millions of criminals. You're, it's a brilliant plan, Greg. It's, it's, hang on, <laughs> actually, that you that you brilliant. brilliant. Plan, yeah. Your plan ahead, has Yankees. no realism in it.
7: Sure it does. That's your well,
5: problem. Your plan doesn't so have realism. realism. My, yeah. Michael, hold on,
7: no, right, they, the they already, uh, let me, let me again. they already criminals. They in the country illegal. are I don't understand what you're talking about. I really don't. You mean so on the other issue, you got a native you got a black school district in Saint Louis. So we bring illegals in, can't speak the language. So what are the kids that's there? The citizens that they kids supposed to sit around the classroom and wait till these other kids catch up? Who's paying for that? It's always easy to spend somebody else's money. Yes, people from foreign countries can come into the United States legally and enroll in schools that they pay for. But those that are here as citizens should not be paying for so many illegals to come in their school. It takes up space. It costs money. You got to feed them. You have to have yeah. tutors for them. Yeah,
1: I'm going to bring Michael back in a second. Uh, the one point, too, is that the, every illegal alien violates the rights of every American. Two, those same things. Schools, roads, you know, facilities, housing, jobs, things like that. So illegal aliens can't be here because they take away the rights of Americans. So, you, so Michael's valuing the rights of illegal aliens over Americans. And
7: That's then the you know okay. the next thing to bring
1: it back just ahead, because their
7: skin is not white, they apply for and go um, after scholarships that were specifically right. made for
5: Black Americans. Well, you know what? Yep. You guys ahead, should definitely run on. We shouldn't provide any education for 9, 10, 12-year-olds, 6-year-olds, 7-year-olds. Those kids shouldn't be educated at all. You should run on that. See how many uh, congressional districts you win with that platform.
1: Okay, so if you well, don't... you don't have to illegal. win a congressional district. Okay. Public
5: schools oh, is no, local. You're right. you, you, can, you can deport millions of illegals by having a liberal Democrat as president and having a Democratic Congress. You can deport them, though. You got do no, you know uh, that the, that delu- the federal government
0: does not
7: control... But, Michael, the federal government don't control local school districts unless they are receiving funds for some particular program.
5: Right. School uh, district you can control them. local. In the local school district and take over the school board and have the school board say we're not going to provide any education for little kids and see how long you, uh, you control that same school board, even in the reddest area. You guys don't, you're not yeah. reading the rules. All right, you're it, you're in like the two percent minority of people who think like you. You're this. Well, what that's you're not, true. Never that you're not true. That is not
7: true. In many districts, that in many African American districts, they are totally against the illegals coming into their school district, and to yes, do so is denying the them border. of their civil rights. To do so right, is denying so, them of their civil rights to run their district yeah, how they think it's stop best them suited
5: for the them. Then. then stop them at the border. Not educating little kids is not, gonna, is not going to win you any elections.
1: Wait a minute, Michael, who's responsible, wait, wait, who's responsible for educating? Who's
5: responsible for educating? Oh, you don't have to win elections. You're right. They'll, just, you, they'll deport themselves.
0: You, no, we, just, we look. If necessary,
5: we'll block out. the school door. Okay, yes. take over the school board and say we're not educating little kids, and see how long you take over the school board in the reddest district. Well, if you next, you want me to do this?
1: Okay, I'm going to jump in here for a second. Now we've got a good discussion going here. Um, I'll, I can stay up for a little bit, but I want you guys to take turns. Don't talk over each other. Just go point by point. And and, and I'll, I'll come back in a little bit. But so let's go with uh, Pianchi first and, and then Michael. And just take give each other a chance to speak. And, and you can make all your points. Well, and that way we'll get a really good discussion. You Pianchi, educate
7: them one day, next day you got to feed them. Next day you got to clothe them. Next day you got to pay for their college education. Next day you got to give them houses. Next day you got to buy them cars. When does it ever stop?
5: Michael. When you control the border, but it's unrealistic to believe you'll never have illegal aliens in our country. We have a thousand mile border with a very poor country. So that's number one. But you 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 have to control illegal immigration at the border. Like the biggest problem at the border is that the coyotes, the human traffickers, are telling people from all sorts of countries that if you show up and say you're applying for asylum, you get to stay. And I uh, and that's why when Trump did the the remain in Mexico policy, that was the biggest breakthrough. That's the key. It's not whether you uh, it's not whether you educate kids. Uh, or not that that's not what's going to what's going to make the difference that single policy is what controlled illegal immigration until he stopped being president because as a result of that policy the people who came here seeking asylum from all of the central american countries had to stay in mexico until their case was resolved which means that the only people who came here primarily from Central American countries, really did have an asylum claim. Uh, and that's the biggest problem at the border. Saying we're not going to allow little kids to get an education is it's delusional. One, it's not going to win you any elections. You're not going to deport anyone because you're not going to win any elections on the national level doing it. And if you try it at the school board level... You may win an election, but you're not going to win any more than one election.
7: Well, Michael, here, see, you, you're pulling those tricks again. See, like a ballot issue would say we want to prevent little kids from getting their education rather than the true verbiage is that illegals should not be going to our schools. Stop your bamboozlement. That's what you use. You leftists use these bamboozled words. You change the definition and you create new words. It should not be. Just like I told you, you had a black American, a citizen, a female that stayed in one school district. She enrolled her child by giving a false address in an adjacent school district, and she went to jail for it. She's an American citizen. Her child going to the school district where he did not live was considered, guess what, illegally in the school district.
1: Okay, you don't have to shout. It's just you two guys talking now. Michael?
5: Right, yeah. If you don't provide education to illegal alien kids who didn't get here on their own, they were brought here by parents, You're not educating little kids. I'm not misusing words. You just want to recognize what what the outcome of your policy is. And that's how you're gonna be painted and you're not gonna win any elections and you're cruel and you're creating millions of criminals. So if they're here, you have to educate them. If you don't, then they're going to be uneducated and they're gonna mostly be criminals. Uh, but the way to the way to control illegal aliens and as i said you 're never going to stop it. We have too long a border with Mexico to ever stop it completely. But the way to manage it is to make it 's very easy to stay in the country on an asylum claim it 's very difficult to get approved in the end of an asylum claim. But if you're trying to enter the country illegally, you just claim asylum, they let you in. That Remain in Mexico policy was the key. You keep that in place, that controls the border. If you want to build a fence, that helps as well. There's a bunch of other stuff. But at that point, very few illegal aliens are coming in, and whether or not you're educating them uh, is not the issue. But not educating little kids, you know, that if you think that's a smart policy, even if it's a smart policy, it's never gonna win any elections.
7: Well let me say this, Michael. See what you're doing you're still being slick in what you're trying. The border is a federal issue. School districts are local issue. People think they are covering the federal issues when they vote for a president most of the time. And also they congress people. Well here's the thing. As I said before, that school district is a local issue that's paid for by local taxes coming out of people's pockets on their real estate and so on and so on and so on. No, they should not be sitting in a desk that they did not earn due to being a citizen. And another point, you got a lot of these illegals that's coming in because they got brown skin that applying for scholarships that were designed for black Americans for whatever the reason. That is wrong also. Michael? Yeah.
5: Sep- se- separate issues. Like I said, run on, we're not going to provide education for six-year-olds. And, and and you're asking, like, the six-year-old, did something wrong. But, yeah, no, we're going to make uneducated six-year-olds who will become uneducated seven-year-olds who will become uneducated adults And let's see what happens. That that's a great experiment.
1: Okay, so uh, let me ask let me ask you a question, Michael. Michael, at what point do you stop this? At what point do you say enough illegal aliens? At what point do you do you stop paying for illegal aliens? Because what you subsidize, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. What you subsidize, you get more of. The more you subsidize educations for illegals at American taxpayer expense, which is a violation of American rights, to not have uh, the Supreme Court dictate you know laws which they cannot do Supreme Court cannot force American taxpayers to pay for the education for illegal aliens that's foreign aid they cannot force these, these they cannot allow these people to stay here because that's amnesty Supreme yeah. Court has no authority to grant those right. things so you got some huge violations of law with the court itself and so yeah. what I'm saying is at what point do you stop this how many illegal aliens is enough do you, if what you're saying that once they're here they can stay here that's like saying to a bank robber once you steal the money and get away it's yeah. yours that's I didn't, what you're saying. I didn't, you, you, you're no, allowing I didn't crime once the, once the crime has been gotten away with. So where do you stop? How many illegal yeah. aliens is enough? Where do you stop? Well, this I didn't
5: say. Well, I didn't say once they're here they can stay. I said you're not sure going you to deport 20 million. No, I didn't. I, I said you're not going to deport 20 million. You guys, you guys no, have a self-deport. delusional policy that, that maybe amongst your little crew sounds good. It's never going to pass. Even in the reddest district, you're never going to get it to pass. And you're never going to make it work on a national level. And you're going to be painted as somebody who doesn't want to give education to little kids. Good job. Okay, now no, no, you're confusing the issue, Michael.
1: Well, Michael, he, well, I've got he, nothing against he, he, Michael, Michael. Hold on. Let me jump in here again. Can... Michael, Michael, I have no objection to educating little kids. Obviously not. I love education. It's a wonderful thing. What I'm saying is those little kids need to be educated in their home country. Their parents brought them here illegally. Their parents need to take their kids home, get them educated in their own country. Now, you may argue if about the educational standards, their, but that's not the point. The point is they can't the be here. What's that?
5: If the parents aren't taking the kids home, who's educating them? No one. You don't want to educate kids. I hate to break it to you, Greg, but that's, that's your policy. True. Live no, with
7: not. it. You know what? No, i never said that.
5: Is, that. that. that is. You have a delusion you, you, you that 20 million do, people are going to be deported. Well, that's probably worth you,
7: 30 million. You're delusional,
5: Greg. Right? You know what could be
7: done? What, the, what should be done is you send back to their country, to the government where they come from. Mm-hmm. you're saying don't educate these little kids. Well, what about the little kids who are U.S. citizens? Huh? When you got $50 allocated to educate a child per day, if you bring in 10 illegals, then what happens? It drops down to $5. You can't properly educate a child, a U.S. citizen, with $5. when if they're there on their own, they get $50. You keep influence and influx in these emotional and hyper words, literature, six-year-old. No, they're illegal. They
5: are illegal, I mean, Michael. Yeah, yeah. You You think a six year old decided to come into the country there illegally? No,
1: Michael. We've already said that they brought by their parents. But here's another question too. What about the rights yeah, of Americans well, their to an education? Aren't the Wait a right minute.
5: Right you're you valuing. Are,
1: okay, we're not trying to pick on you, but you're valuing the rights of illegal aliens, which don't have rights in this country, as we've said before. But right. you're valuing yeah. illegal aliens over. Uh, over American citizens, over American children. So I'm why, do, why do you want American education. children not to have an education I'm, is what you're doing. If you, you're being so illegal, so that means I'm, American I'm children. Being... Wait, let me finish, Michael. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right. So what you're saying is that you wanted illegal aliens to be educated, but I'm saying that's a violation of the rights of American parents. That's a violation of mm-hmm. the rights of American kids because every mm-hmm. illegal alien yeah. here takes up resources, space, time, energy, and that violates mm-hmm. Americans. So what you're doing is you're, you're putting illegal aliens above mm-hmm. Americans that's the flaw in your right. argument. I mean, this is where you're making the mistake. Right.
5: Yeah. You're Greg, we'll, we'll go round and round. They're here. You're no, not this is a good going discussion. to deport 20 million. No, no, no. They're here. We're not going to deport 20 million of them. You can, Why not? You can frame it how you want. Because it's impossible.
0: No, it's not. All right. You're, number thing.
5: one. What if, you're never on going to... what if they walk out on
1: their own? What if they walk out on their own? You what know what?
5: You just, you, just had, you just had the most pro- uh, most anti-illegal alien president in history how many of them did we deport it's impossible here's the you're thing, not going to deport them all W-I-E. here's the
7: thing if they wander around if they wander around in the country looking lost they're still busy. but we can keep them out of our schools uh-huh. we can michael we can keep them out of our schools they can walk around uh-huh. the country looking lost uh-huh. and be and be wilder illegally that's up right. to the federal government to get them out. Right. But well, we yeah, need to no, no. keep it's, them out of our
5: schools. It's a brilliant strategy to have a bunch of six, seven, eight, nine, and ten-year-olds receive okay, no Okay. All right. We already, Michael, Michael yeah, we've I already heard that it. argument.
1: But here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too. So, so my my plan is very simple. So, this civil asset forfeiture. You know, illegal aliens being criminals. Okay. This is not an immigration issue. This is They're a criminal
5: issue. They're not criminals. Yes, they Michael. Let me let me let me argue.
1: Michael, Michael let, me, Michael, let me make my argument. OK, so consider all right, just let me finish and you, you can contradict or you can you can respond. But illegal aliens, my argument is that they are criminals because they're in the country illegally. That's the definition of a criminal, is mm-hmm. someone who does something illegally. So because they are criminals, mm-hmm. the local level and the state level. Okay, this is not immigration we're talking about. We're just talking about criminals. Their assets can be seized. The companies that hire them can be seized. Their bank accounts, credit cards, cars, businesses, everything they have can be seized. Yeah. You can make it impossible for illegal aliens to live in a county, a city, or a state, mm-hmm. or even the whole country. But even if, you make it, even if certain states make it impossible for illegal aliens to live in those states, they're going to go to the liberal states. They're going to go somewhere else. And if you make it impossible on a nationwide basis, they're going to leave. The only reason they come here is because they get a whole lot more money and benefit than they get in their own country. That's not our problem as Americans. Our problem as Americans is to have a country free of illegal aliens so that we can live our lives because we have a right to a country that is free of illegal aliens. And so you make it impossible for them to live here. They will leave. Okay, you stop giving citizenship to people, citizenship to people born in American dirt because that's actually against the 14th Mm -hmm. Amendment. That's and that's one of the things that Trump's going to do. He should have done it initially, you know, the first time. Uh, of course, that would have been reversed under Brandon. Yeah. But we have a lot of citizenships to correct and a lot of people to have their status yeah. changed, you know, from permanent resident back to, uh, I don't know, guest. So there's those are, those are right. the problems. So you're, 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 you're valuing know,
5: legals even, above America. And an even better arguments, let's punish the baby born here. The baby born here is clearly here illegally. Being here illegally is a civil offense. It's not actually a crime. So you're wrong on that. Uh, you want to do, you know? No, it's so a crime. Because you hate. No, it's not a crime, Greg. You don't go to jail for being in the country illegally. You get the well, you don't go to jail for it's a lot crime. of crimes. I mean, not, not every crime puts you in offense. jail.
1: There are fines right. and yeah, penalties no. well, and restrictions well, it's and seizures.
5: A it's yeah, a
1: yeah, you
7: know the thing uh, on that. The thing crime. on that, Greg, is that. Mm-hmm. I cannot love somebody else's kid better than I love my own. I don't understand, Michael, why you don't understand that. I sent my kids to school, did not receive no government, didn't even seek any government. I paid for it out of my own pockets. So you think I won't have animosity when I look over and see a bunch of illegals sitting up in the classroom with my kid where I had to pay out of my mm. pocket, and they coming in and right. off of the established Funds okay. and, and benefits for United States citizens.
5: How do you think I feel? No. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of white people in the South who talked like that about black kids in the
7: fifties and sixties. <laughs> uh, and and you know, we this see, Michael. No, hey, here's the hysterical. thing, too.
5: There's a bunch
7: of black people today that talk like that, and you're listening to one. Yeah. And I don't, right. I, know, a, yeah. I don't think that you have. Okay. I, I don't I think I you that, that you that have. I don't think you have a carte blanche okay. to yeah. emphasize on what black people think. Okay, Pianchi first, then I'll get
1: back to Michael. Pianchi, go ahead.
7: No, I will tell him he doesn't have a carte blanche to utilize these go-back-in-history slants and trying to make an issue today. You cannot make a point on how I, as a black United States natural-born citizen, feel about this issue. If I'm paying out of my pocket and I look over and see somebody who came 1,200 miles away and they're sitting up in the classroom, mooching off the benefits that comes off of our property taxes. and They haven't paid a dime. No, it don't work that way. If their parents are irresponsible, then they should be taken back to their country and maybe that government needs to take the kid from their irresponsible parents.
1: Okay. Good point. So let me bring Michael back in for a yeah. response. Michael, no, go just, ahead. Your turn. You
5: should throw them into the, in the social services. Even better idea. Uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. The, the seven-year-old who... Who's in school? They are the ones responsible for being in the country illegally. Yeah, the like I said, even if you've got a good argument, your biggest problem is you're you're not going to win any elections with this argument. But yeah, you know, no you what, I immigr
1: immigration is one of the most important issues to Americans across the country. It's rated yes. like one or two, and, and you know, when it, when, when see polls listed for border. problems. I
5: know fix it at the border, but don't. Okay. So let me, all right,
1: let's, let's address that point. Let me, Michael, let me address that point with you. So you and this is why I was using the bank uh, robbery argument before. What you're saying is the only place we can address this issue is at the border. So in other words, you don't favor legal aliens, but what, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. I'll meet you again. Um, Once they're here, you're saying it's okay. We have to educate their kids. We have to make space for them. They get resources. They get all these different things. They get things that Americans would get because you think they have rights here. Okay, I'm saying they don't. But the problem is the border is not the only place you can deal with this. You can deal with this at the local state and the federal level and at the border. But if something is wrong, Michael, it is wrong. If it's wrong to cross the border right. illegally, illegally, it's wrong to stay here illegally. Right. That's and I'll use the right. example again. That's playing to a bank robber. It's wrong to rob a bank. Okay, it's against the law. You'll go to jail. We catch you in the bank. You know, but if you get away, right. okay, you start a business, you have a family, you lead a productive life. You know, twenty years later, you still got the money. That's okay because you know you've done good things with the money. That's your argument, Michael, and it's it's just simply not valid. Right.
5: No, my argument is it. You don't you don't educate these kids, and you're going to make millions of criminals.
1: Okay, but, but, uh, but only if no, they're staying, the staying here. You're assuming they're going to stay here. See, that's, that's the your you argument. There's lots you are just right, not
5: on. going to win an election. Okay, right, we've, that we've made that point before. Win.
1: I've heard that point. Okay, hold on a second. I got Josie. who's going to be right. back here. So let's get so hold on, Michael. We'll take turns once again. Josie, your turn. Welcome mm-hmm. back. Hey, good
6: morning. As Latina that I am. Uh, There are illegals coming in. The agenda of this criminal government, communist, is to destroy the Americans that we live under. Um, Obama deported so many illegals in the middle of the night. They did not have any rights for court hearing or any rights at all. They came knocking on my nephew's door at 3 in the morning. My nephew was married and he was in a legal uh, legal status. They thought my nephew was illegal. They wanted to arrest him, but he showed his paperwork because he was married to this uh, uh, US citizen uh, woman and he did his paperwork. But Obama deported so many and nobody complained about it. And I can stand listening every time you send little kids, little kids. And that's the agenda of the the, uh, government here. They use the little kids for everything. There are illegals. They don't belong here. And I'm a Latina to say this, okay? And they're using a lot of our little kids, 85,000 little kids, since you mentioned, kids and kids and kids. 85 little kids are missing. They've been sold by Biden's administration, which is Obama, for human trafficking, organ trafficking, adrenochrome, and also mutilating their little body for hamburger, for all the fast food restaurants, and I hate to say that. So,
0: I haven't heard that one before.
6: We'll, we'll talk about, about that. But
1: anyway, continue, then we'll get Michael back.
6: Yeah. So it is horrible what they're doing to my people because a lot of these people are my people from Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador. Uh, they're coming from all over. And what this government is doing is they're taking advantage. There's a lot of moms at the other side of the border, as we speak, waiting for their little children to return home. And they never will return home. Never. It's not gonna happen because what's happening is they sold these kids, these kids are vanished, these children are gone completely. they're never gonna come back home, never and uh this is the agenda of this criminal government that they've been doing this for years. We did not know about it. It's not just about the little kids coming here. uh I came with a visa, I apply. For legal status, I waited a total of 10 years, and it is not fair to me that all these people come in right now and they get everything for free. They're getting about $4,000 out of my hard work and tax dollars, out of my sweat. I have back pain, neck pain, knee pain, and I still work uh, 12 hours sometimes. It is not fair to me. I'm yeah. sorry. They need to go back. And President Trump will deport massive, massive deportation are going back, and I can hardly wait. Yeah, me That's
0: too. That's all I have to say.
6: And,
7: and, okay. and Michael. you know, Greg.
1: All right, them then Michael, then we're going to have to shut down here a little bit. Go ahead, Pianchi, then Michael. put a
7: story in there for Michael to read. The, the headlines on the story says, oh, how mom Kelly williams Bolar jailed for sending kids to better school district. Kelly williams Bolar lied. She lied about residency to get kids in better districts. This is an American citizen. She's an American. She's black African-American woman. She's an American citizen. She goes to jail for lying to get her child into an adjacent school district, and you're saying that these illegals have a right to go to both of the school districts, the one she was getting away from and the one that she was trying to get her kid into where she went to jail. It's something wrong with your story. It's delusional.
5: Yeah, it's it's terribly delusional to say seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old should be educated. Okay, we're not questioning whether kids should be educated, Michael. That that, that argument doesn't work anymore. Second second of all, you guys are all completely delusional. You're not going to deport them all. Obama did deport more people, more people than any president even more than Trump, even by it's a drop in the bucket for the amount of illegal have here, you get even close to deporting them all. You're, all your guys' uh, solutions are theoretical. You're not dealing with reality.
1: So I would just say just the opposite about about uh, your argument, Michael. Now, I really, first of all, I want to thank you for coming on the show and, and presenting the information. The, the article okay. you wrote was really good, um, so that's good. But that's as, good. as far as as, as Ill- I think you've got it, I think you've got it wrong on the illegals because there's no what you your solution is, is what's not realistic about it is it never solves the problem. All it does is get worse. Because every time you yeah. educate illegal alien yeah. kids, you get more illegal alien kids. Every time you allow these people to yeah. stay, you get more people coming into the country to stay. So at some point, we're gonna, yeah. it's going to crash, just like the national debt. National debt is going to crash the economy. Illegal aliens are going to crash this country because they're too many. You know, we have so yeah. many illegal aliens coming yeah. in, quite frankly, if you ever read yeah. Numbers USA. Yeah. So what uh, you have to do is create a system whereby they leave on their own. And the best way to do that is to take all their stuff. Yeah. It's a very simple problem, and it's, it's completely yeah. realistic. It can all yeah. done by, be done by computer. Yeah. Okay, You don't have to round people up. You don't right. have to have the, you know, the bad optics. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You just take this stuff away. The IRS takes stuff away from people all the time, American citizens. So yeah. the precedent's already there. You just take people? it from illegal aliens with the ITIN number. Right. It's pretty simple, actually.
5: 20 million people? 20 Why not? million people they take stuff away? Why not? Do, do they? Does the IRS take, people, take stuff from 20 million people? I don't know. Does,
1: uh, but anybody who nah, has an ITIN you know, number.
5: I'd like I said. It's delusional, but but among your crew, you guys so, think it's So amazing. how many
1: illegal aliens uh, is enough? How many would you? At what point do you stop I, this? I
5: don't. Fifty know million is enough. Number 100 one, you're million? never going to stop it all. We have 200 two to the million to stop it all. No, it, we like I said, we have two. You stop it at the border. Number one. Number two. It's not like I'm for every single thing, for them getting mm-hmm. benefits and all this other stuff. What I said mm-hmm. is, you if you don't educate six seven. and
1: yeah, but you're assuming they're going to but, stay. So if they stay to become adults, that means they're going to have more illegal alien kids. Those kids are going to have more illegal alien kids. You're never dealing no, with the problem. Going to have you don't educate.
5: Illegal alien kids Because the kids will be born here. And besides the 2% like you who think that they're not going to be American citizens, their kids will actually be American citizens.
1: Not, not unless they're born to American citizens. That's how it works. That's what the Constitution no, yeah, says. No, no, all right. No, no, We've, no, all right. I'm, going to, I'm going to hold it up here. We've made you the argument. Uh, Go ahead, Pianchi. Got, you, know, the
7: Amendment. you know, the 14th Amendment was came about when the Dred Scott case had to do with slaves. And mm-hmm. now we got illegals utilizing the 14th Amendment. It's something wrong with
1: that picture. Well, no, they use, they're misusing it. Now, Michael's left, which is too bad. I wanted, well, at least I got a chance to thank him for being on the show. But the 14th Amendment is one of the most misunderstood. Now, both Trump and the sanctimonious, I kind of like that name, um, is coming out against birth fraud citizenship. So, in other words, if being born in the U.S. And people, we've talked about this on the show how many times? The 14th Amendment is about citizen jurisdiction, not dirt jurisdiction. It's not, ge- it's not geographical jurisdiction. It's not like a county, a city, or a state, or, or the country. So citizenship jurisdiction, for the 14th Amendment, says the only people that can have American citizens are American citizens. You, if you're a of a foreign country, then your kid is a citizen of the country of the parents. That's how it works. That's what the 14th Amendment says.
7: It's pretty clear. Well, the 14th so, Amendment you know, came uh-huh. out of the, the, the Dred Scott case with Justice Taney when he made a ruling that Black men have no rights that a white man is bound to respect. Mm-hmm. That's what well, it, it came how, out about. Even right, the ones that was born in here.
1: Right. It doesn't matter how it came about. It's on the books. So you take the laws as they're written. Okay. And the laws, if they're written well, they're, they're actually able to handle different things from what caused them to be uh, brought about. You know, Title 18, Section 241. Anything that any person or a conspiracy that violates the exercise or enjoyment of a constitutional right is a felony punishable by jail and fines. OK, now that was originally written for Matthew Shepard, who was the drug dealer who was killed because he was gay or a drug dealer. I'm not sure. But The point is, it's written for a specific incident. But what it, but since it's on the books, it can be applied to anything else. It's actually a good law. So if you can arrest even government officials, there's no there's no government uh, prohibition on this or exemption. So if government officials conspire to violate the rights of Americans, the exercise of an, or enjoyment of, say, free speech rights or or Second Amendment rights, they can be fined and jailed for that. They've violated Title 18, Section 241, you know, so even though it wasn't it written is, for that. But it's on the books.
7: The It is flawed because it says in the jurisdiction of. Well, immigration is in the jurisdiction of the federal government. It's not in the state and local government's jurisdiction. That's why some cops don't have no jurisdiction to ask a person if they're in the United States legally or not.
1: Oh, sure they do. Because if no, No, because you're talking about immigrants, but these aren't immigrants. Again, this is again this is the distinction. Okay, people forget this. Illegal aliens. It's not an immigration issue. It's a criminal issue. If you're in the country illegally, you've broken the law. You're not an immigrant. So, therefore, the federal government well, – besides, the, the Constitution is really clear. All it says is that Congress I can make uniform that, rules Greg. of naturalization. So let's talk about
7: the real thing.
0: Okay. When you pull go. a
7: person over, they give you a driver's license. When a cop mm-hmm. pulls a person over and asks for the driver's license, it's, they give them a driver's license. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on the driver's license because it's not the business of the state whether that person is a, is a legal citizen or not. Another mm-hmm. point. I mean, that's the big point right there. Even on well, in it their, Even in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. On the Creek territory, when a U.S. when a uh, when a state patrol for Oklahoma pull over a member of the Creek Nation, he can only call the authorities that's over the Creek Nation. He has no. He I mean, it's nothing he can do with that person.
1: Yeah, but that's by treaty. That's a separate arrangement. But illegal aliens are not immigrants. They no, have it's the not federal not government has no way jurisdiction. With that back in the
7: thirties. Yeah. They deal with yeah. Native Americans by way of acts, ACT, Congressional acts, no longer treaties. Okay, all right. So th-
1: that's good to know. You know, thanks for for helping on that. Uh, but the thing is that police, why can't police ask if you're asked? You know, can they ask if you're? That's like saying you can't ask if you're a drug dealer. You can't ask if there's uh, any drugs in the car, or do you, you know, have any illegal weapons in the, in the car?
7: See, in the Constitution, immigration is a federal issue.
1: Yeah, but illegal aliens aren't immigrants, so it this, this doesn't cover them. So this, is, this is what I'm saying. Illegal aliens are criminals. This is the thing that people aren't getting. They are criminals. They are not immigrants. Federal government has no uh, special jurisdiction except to remove them because they're criminals. They came into the country illegally. They're and, not immigrants. And, and, if they are immigrants, yeah, that would be different. I, I, I agree with
7: you. I agree right. with you that, and we said this numerous times. But also, mm-hmm. state laws are that of the state to handle. I mean, that's just the way it is. Local laws is that of the local government to handle. But when you got a problem with somebody that appears to be, like they in the country, illegal, that's when they call on their federal officials.
1: Well, to remove them, but they can also, as you said before, keep them out of the schools. The the local folks, I'm going to get Sheriff Johnson. I want to find out from him. But uh, he should be seizing businesses <laughs> that hire him. to make it impossible for them to live, to live here.
7: Yeah, uh, citizenship totally right. should be right. I yeah. agree with you then. Mm-hmm. but they don't do it because they're trying to create a voting block.
1: Yeah, I know that. All right. I'll settle up that. Jesse, do you have another point before we go? This has been interesting. A very interesting date.
6: Uh, yeah, you're over time, man. Uh, I know. No, it worth it. It. It, it's sad It's sad that it, the American people are paying double because we send millions of dollars to a lot of the Spanish countries to help the uh, the low-income people. And you know what? Those people don't get a dime. It goes in the pocket of the leaders, criminals, and -hmm. then they want them to come here because Mexico is Mm -hmm. one of the biggest helper allowing all the illegals to come through. Because if Mm -hmm. Mexico had a tougher law, because everybody has ID, everybody has ID coming through Mexico. Nobody can come through Mexico without an ID. Everyone has an ID. They have passport or a regular ID and then they throw it out in the woods, uh, and then they claim they don't have no IDs at all, so you don't identify who they are. So Mexico is uh, guilty out of all the other countries because that's the main key right there, Mexico. That allows all the criminals to come across. And this is not just little kids coming through. This is terrorists. Now we have a lot of Chinese uh, young, we believe there are uh, military Chinese mm-hmm. coming through right now, Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's not gonna get it's not gonna be nice. It's gonna be ugly later
7: in America. You'll see. Yeah,
1: but I, I think but the illusion all that Michael has is that we don't, is that, we
7: don't is that we can't get rid of these people. Of you should we read the Mexico Constitution. We will. It says in the Mexican Constitution that foreigners have no privileges of, of, of privileges over a Mexican citizen. They don't have the same privileges as a Mexican citizen. You can't work. And and all the things that we're talking about, you can't put your kids in a Mexican uh, uh, school if they're not a citizen of the Mexico. Right.
1: That's right. Most of the world's that way. That's the standard. This is why I I find it so fascinating that Michael kept arguing over and over again that illegal – that you're against educating kids. I'm I'm not against educating kids. I'm against educating illegal alien kids and having Americans pay for it. But that's a totally different argument and issue.
7: Nobody's Michael is one I'm of those surprised. ideologies that's destroying the, the United States. I'm sorry, Jill. I'm Dilsey.
6: surprised Michael feels this way because he knows what it is to be illegal, and I understand. But he did something to become legal, and a lot of people they've been in America. I know, I personally know people they've been here for 30 years, and they have done nothing to become legal in this country. And I'm glad he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he has a good life because the American dream is one of the best, and that's why everybody comes here. Uh, and I'm well, sure you can, you can stay a permanent resident.
1: You can stay a permanent resident on a green card for your whole life. Uh, that's that's not against the law. Now that's not how the system's designed. It's designed for people that want to become citizens. But exactly. you can stay a permanent resident. Well, I I you know I'll fault those folks, but I won't. Uh, you know, I wouldn't make yeah. it against the law to here as an illegal alien. I mean, as as a permanent resident. All right,
6: yeah. I got to go. God bless you guys. Okay. I'm God bless you
7: customers. too. Bye-bye. Okay, Thank bye. you, Just, you uh, know, and, the uh, need uh-huh. the old saying that blood is thicker than water. Someone that comes from another place that's been grown up, indoctrinated in another culture, in another lifestyle, they come to the United States, even become legal but they still have those tendencies within them of where they came from. Of course. Oh, it's okay for illegals to go to your public school. See, that's that old bleeding hard liberal line Mm -hmm. that's used. And they (laughs) always throw out there the worst of the worst when they say, well, you got these little six-year-old kids. What are you going to do with them? Have their parents take them home.
1: Have their parents take them home. You're damn right. Yeah. That kind of
7: thing is what's destroying the fabric of the United States. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I know.
7: All right. let's. uh, You have two issues on your program today that ruffled my
1: feathers. (laughs) I know. I haven't heard from you for a while. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this is a good discussion. And at at least you guys, you know, after a while. I just don't like people talking over each other. You know, so at least we we broke it down. I'd use the gong. I haven't had to use the gong for a while. That's, that's why they call
7: in on your first salary with the ladies on this, the anti-choice. And, yeah. and you all, that's a parent's right. And it's nothing uh-huh. wrong with, you got good public schools, <clears throat> And also the sports programs that's in public <laughs> schools, you cannot duplicate them in private schools. But you know what? There are charter schools. There's one in New York that's basketball. They do regular studies for part of the day. Then they do basketball the other. Down in your state, Florida, they got schools like that for baseball that you can enroll your child in. They do studies mm-hmm. during part of the day; the rest of the day, they go out on the baseball field. That's what the parents want. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I'm I'm still. Uh, this was new talking about this. I mean, I still like the idea that uh, you know, uh, especially for for lower income folks, that they do have a voucher, so they don't lose out on educational opportunity because everybody had to pay for their own education without any kind of tax credits or voucher. That's a problem system. So, uh, you know, I'm not as absolute as they are. I would get rid of the government schools. Well, but as far as the, um, the, the sports teams and, like, I used to do music, there's some really great programs, you know, as far as those go. So, but people who are homeschooled, because they pay taxes, they can still use uh, a government school band or, or sports team.
7: Facilities. What's that? The, the homeschoolers can utilize the facilities. They can play yeah. on the sports teams also. Mm-hmm. But and you if know that, like if the high for that, too. What's that? Huh?
1: Well, if they're taxed for it then they they still have full access to the government schools. They just have to don't have to go to the classes. Still go they to the, don't go to and the,
7: the classes theater. but they have access yep. to the extracurricular activities. Yes. Absolutely. I went to a high school. It was a mm-hmm. technical high school. It had automobiles in there to work on. We worked on the teachers' automobiles, body shop. It had airplanes to work on. They had That's aviation. Great. They had cheap metal. It. They had pre-engineering. They had a bakery in the school. I mean, you can't produce that hardly unless it's in that sort of funded situation. And that's what it was, O'Fallon High School, Technical High School.
1: Yeah. But see, they didn't have an ideology. See the biggest problem with education is not the uh, not the fact that they're government facilities or, or it's government run. The problem is that it's become ideological. It's not an education anymore. It's an indoctrination.
7: And if we can get rid of that, the parents don't do what they're supposed to. Well, that's true.
1: See, I wouldn't have an objection to government schools if they simply educated and taught from a variety of points of view. Teachers have different points of view. That's good. I don't like standardizing education. Anyway, we we got to go. Let's, uh, let's pick it up to tomorrow. You're crazy. Yeah, tomorrow we got more open hours, so I don't I don't think I have any guests on tomorrow. Um, oh, I got, oh, actually, I have two, a two, couple folks. I got um, uh, Wendy, who's coming on at 730, half an hour in. And then Bonnie's going to come on after that, who was on last week. So we're going to let her, you know, rail and scream and do the stuff that she did. which was kind of fun, actually. These
7: people <laughs> that have these arguments like he do, they always resort to some new definition words, new words and new definition. In the, and, well, the and see, they call see. To resort to that is like calling, yeah. using calling people names, and when you can't win the debate, and mm-hmm. they regurgitate the same talking over and over. And oh no, over I was getting tired again. of
1: it. Yeah, no, and, and that, that was the point I was making too. It's like you know, but you're not going to convince Michael, and he's not going to convince us. But at least we get the arguments out there so people can listen to them. But when the same arguments come around five or six times, it's like, okay. I've heard that. Give me something new. So that, that got repetitive.
0: What happens where, yeah.
7: The border is yeah. a federal issue. That's mm-hmm. not yeah, a local issue. That's a federal issue. But what yeah. happens in your local school district is a local issue, and the people mm-hmm. need to be controlling that. They should yep. say, you don't come. Well, they already do. If you can put a woman in jail for sending her child to the district next door to hers because she wanted a child to go to a better school, you're talking yep. about American citizens. So you mean to tell me that illegals should have that privilege? Hell no. I see
1: you well, see hard. that's the problem. Yeah, (laughs) thanks, Bianchi. Yeah, you cannot value illegal aliens over American citizens. You can't do it. That's the problem. Thanks, Bianchi. Um, This has been a great show. So just to let you know, the site you're listening to is blogtalkradio.com slash citizenaction. Our legislative site is writeyourlaws.com, W-R-I-T-E-Y-O-U-R-L-A-W-S. Our contributions go to givesendgocom slash actionradio, and we could certainly use some help keeping the show going. Uh, You can also contribute to and subscribe to Substack at gregpengals.substack.com. And my, uh, my public email is greg at writeyourlaws.com. Back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Central Time, when we do it all again. This is Greg Penglis. So what is Action Radio? It is a radio show with its own citizen legislature. That's you, the listener. It is a fully interactive system of listeners, expert guests, social media, writing bills, legislator input, bill submission, lobbying, and citizen action. Action Radio is the future of talk radio, using all the available technology in one completely integrated new system. And this is what happens when I sit back too long. <laughs> don't, uh, don't, don't prep my next thing, which I was going to play for you, so let me... Uh find this right away here. I'm sorry. Uh, Ah, here we go. You are listening to Action Radio Online with Greg Penglis. The webpage for all Action Radio shows and podcasts is blogtalkradio.com slash citizenaction. Please share our show with all your friends and family, both nationally and internationally. The guiding principle of Action Radio is this. We, the people, give our consent to be governed through writing the laws by which we are governed. Greg Penglis here for my book, The Complete Guide to Flight Instruction. Everyone at some point in their life wants to learn how to fly. Few try. Even fewer go on to get a license. I believe a major reason for that is how we teach people how to fly. My book is designed to help you navigate the flight training system, but it's so much more than that it really describes an entirely new way to teach flying. So if you've never tried a lesson or got discouraged in your training and quit for any reason, this book can help you. Don't be a rope pilot who just follows procedures. Be a thinking pilot who makes great decisions, who understands all the reasons why we do what we do. You can incorporate these principles into your own flight training at any time. The complete guide to flight instruction is featured on the Action Radio with Greg Panklos Facebook page and is available from Amazon.com. Well, that sounds good. Even better. Okay, how about your car? If you want the best service for your vehicle, please talk to James at Florida Stores Automotive. Conveniently located at 6715 Caroline Street in the historic district of Milton, Florida. Right between the Milton Bakery and the Blackwater Trail. Whether you need an oil change or an entire engine replaced, this is the place. The phone number is 850-623-6651. That's 850-623-6651. Call, ask questions, and get the information you need. Florida Stores Automotive is a full-service automotive shop for both domestic and imports, modern and classic, and is a family-owned business here in our Milton community. Open weekdays from 7.30 to 5 p.m., Florida Stores Automotive is a convenient place to keep your car maintained and on the road. Ask them about Firestone Tires and the rotation and maintenance plan. Florida Stores Automotive. I go there. You should, too. Do you know your way around health care, insurance, pharmacies, surgery, alternative treatments and choices? I don't. Which is why I'm so glad I met Priscilla Romans, had her on Action Radio, and learned about health patient advocacy. She is the founder of Great Care. at gracecare.adm at gmail.com or call them at 469-864-7149. That's 469-864-7149. Grace Care, better health through better knowledge and advocacy. Hello, this is Greg Penglis for our newest shooting range here in Milton, Florida. self-defense classes, concealed carry weapons classes, security license training, paintball, a full-service gun store, and 24-7 online ordering. So come on down or contact them by phone, email, or website and learn how you can best stand your ground. This is Greg Penglis for Strike Force, your source for pure energy. Strike Force is a concentrated energy drink a 20% discount and help Action Radio change the relationship of we the people to our government. Not bad. Strikeforce is at strikeforceenergy.com. That's strikeforceenergy.com. Start your engine.